you, I'm an atheist. To God, I'm his loyal opposition. Woody Allen. And this is the Godless Revolution. I'm back. Hello, everybody. That was Ryan. Yay! We missed you so much, Ryan. <laughs> that's that's what I hear. I hear I'm pretty damn sexy and got some nice-ass tattoos. Yeah. Ryan does have some nice tats. Oh, you listen to us even when you're gone. <laughs> his, hair's, his hair's grown out a little, too. I, I was actually coming back from camping that Friday afternoon. Once I got back into cell service, like closer to Salt Lake, I'm like, oh, let's go to iTunes and see what the Gods Revolution podcast is this week. I'm like, oh, it's not there. <laughs> oh, and that's when you... <laughs> that's when I texted me? Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, dude, did you guys do a show this week? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it just didn't work. I'm like, did you click the right button? I forgot I forgot to ask you <laughs> no, what the... I had not. I forgot to ask you what but the technical right. problems were. You probably tell me later oh yeah yeah no i so i took the recorder home and then plugged it in and my computer wouldn't read it and of course we've done that here multiple times oh wouldn't recognize it as an external storage or whatever right and so i was just thinking okay well i don't have the software or whatever but i know we've burned cds here a bunch of times from it and so i was like i don't know if i've never watched you do it so i didn't know if i was like i don't know if dan has that stuff or what's the deal so Anyway, Ryan texts me and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I just, I couldn't get my computer to recognize it. And he's like, oh, well, that's because when you plug it in, you got to select storage on the device. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I did that and it was like, whoosh, bam, pulled right up. So I'm like, yep. oh, okay. Because this fancy little recorder dealio lets you plug it into the USB and either charge right, it right. through USB or download through USB. Yep. So you got to tell it what to do. Yeah. But now you're in the know. Yeah. And I and I and I mentioned that. I mean, I wasn't shy about my ignorance. On and knowing is half the battle. See, every week, Yo, every, every time I go camping, you learn new stuff. The more you know. <laughs> oh yeah. The little rainbow. Yeah, I was I was doing the GI Joe. That was a little that was a little cross in the in the wires. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? Oh no, I was saying that's you know it's 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 good for you. Yeah, yeah. To to, to learn stuff because. I mean, <laughs> learning's an important thing. Nice. It's good uh, for you to learn stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I missed being the mook of this show. I'm glad you're back. You're welcome. <laughs> Grant tried at the beginning. You two tried to, to do, and I think it was the energy from the usual podcast thing, and Dan was kind of doing and I just wasn't letting Grant have that angle. But... <laughs> The Purple Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> but at least it sounded like you guys had a fun show last no, week still. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had a good time. Yeah. It was super ranty, really tangential, but yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun. And I went on a couple tears. I think we all did. It was long. Yeah. It was a long show. Yeah, so I found yeah. out my mom listens to this podcast. I told these guys earlier. Yeah, yeah. Apparently my mom thinks we cuss too much, mm-hmm. but I learned to cuss from her. Well, what did you say? Holy corn. <laughs> For corn's sake, oh, Ryan. Oh, for corn's sake, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the Wisconsin thing. Oh, yeah. you guys are just talking a lot of smack on that show. That was actually that was actually Bobby's mom on Bobby's World. You remember when Howie Mandel? Oh had yeah, that I remember that show. Bobby's World. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I used to be able to do the voice. Bobby's World. Yeah, that's it. Bobby's World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we all sound like morons. It's <laughs> <laughs> because you're not used to doing voices I on this show. I forgot about yeah. that show like that. Yeah, but that's what that's what uh, his mom would always say. For corn sakes, Bobby. <laughs> she always. That's where I got that. It's kind of that Midwest like weird sort of. Yeah. People I, used they probably to, don't really say that there, but I don't no, know. no, I never heard it in Minnesota. No, but usually people more attribute us to Fargo. Right. Which is not yeah. Wisconsin. No. Well, or well, the part of Wisconsin I'm from. 
I know, but it, uh, but it's similar enough to the rest of the country. I mean, it's just like if someone's from Atlanta or they're from New Orleans, if you're from the Midwest, it's like basically the same. Well, and I was just thinking, but it's not. You no. said for corn's sakes, and I was thinking of all the different, <clears throat> all the different little, you know, Utah local euphemistic phrases that people right. use instead of "Oh my God," you know. Right. Gosh, I think. Golly. I think heck. the oh my yeah, heck. yeah I think the best one. one I ever heard was at a family reunion, and one of my fam one of my very 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 LDS family members got upset about something, and they said, "Oh my wagon!" What? Really? Yeah, that's got to be an old one. I well, this was probably no, no. I mean, like seven years ago, but no. I mean, but I'm just saying that that statement probably goes back generations. Yeah, to the pioneers. Oh man, to the ooh, that's good. Oh my handcart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my frozen river. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. afford wagons. No, they they, they were yeah, they, they were plenty. Of they were too wagons. pious for wagons. They had a they had a yeah. See exactly. Yeah, Why? exactly. Wagons, wagons, wagons. Why yeah. well, and why Y-G-O-N, wagons? And why why put good Thanks, horses Tracy. through the through the task when you can have these healthy women pulling the handcarts? Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um I want to make sure Dan gets credit for a very a really brilliant joke that I didn't <laughs> laugh at because it was so horrible. <laughs> but it's true and it actually is pretty clever. Which one? About why have horses? Yeah. No, yeah, you looked right at me and I was like that's that's just it's just an extra <laughs> I, I expense. Know, I know. <laughs> But it's so sad. <laughs> They're broodmares either way. Again, yeah. very clever. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about? Uh, have you ever thought about? A That's really funny career? stuff yeah. that I'm not going to laugh at because it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I was going to say yeah. talking about I mean, hand carts. Uh huh. Yeah. Tomorrow's the. I was it a pie, pie day? Pie and beer day. Yeah. Pie and beer day. Pie and beer day. Yep. That's clever. Them, uh, them Utahns that, or those missionaries that came here and discovered this wonderful land of Utah. <laughs> well, it was the pioneers. pioneers yeah. yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow is Utah's biggest holiday. 24th of July is much bigger than the 4th of July Which pisses here in Utah. me off right. all yeah. the, When I first uh, got here, and I was yeah. like, why do you guys celebrate this more than the 4th of July? Yeah. Well, and you know, you, like, the big... Sorry, go ahead. Rob. I was going to say, they'll cancel 4th of July fireworks shows... To have a 24th of July fireworks right. show. Yeah. Right. I, I don't Yeah, when budgets are it. tight, yeah. it's, which one yeah. are we going to do? Well, obviously the 24th. Before, right. Fuck the 4th. <laughs> right. I know, like, um, when, the, well, you, when we were talking about the pioneers discovering that, you know, and yeah. it actually wasn't missionaries because Brigham Young led the, well, led them, but. Well, no, yeah, not he missionaries. Was the, pro- was... the, quote, prophet of the church at that time, the president, but his his famous quote is, you know, this is the place referring to uh, what he saw in the vision for um, where to set up the, the new church. Yeah. Right? And so the land of Zion. Right. And so when we moved here from Massachusetts, which, you know, was always, you know, maple trees everywhere and ferns and moss and running streams and, and stone walls and all this kind of stuff, tons of history. And we moved out here and it was just sand and sagebrush and yeah. salt, you know, deer and, and wasteland. Yeah, yeah. And so, between me and my sisters, the joke was always, 
this is the place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, I was going to say, I, I, I think I've heard somewhere or a couple somewheres that he never actually even said that. That's just kind of. Yeah, probably not. That's kind of Mormon lore. Yeah, probably. Like the George Washington painting of him praying in front of that tree right. with his horse sitting oh there, which God. is a total yeah, yeah. fake painting. Yeah, yeah. So we're and everybody at, attributes that to be a real event. So Tracy right. and I are looking to buy a house, and we've gone and looked at a few homes. And I think of the six we went and saw, three of them had that awful mm-hmm. fucking painting in them, mm-hmm. along with a proclamation to the world. Yep. And, you know, white Jesus all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, white Jesus. It's very disconcerting. I get really mad whenever I see a proclamation to the world like, that is some hateful shit. And people post it like, oh, this is so inspired and so wonderful. Have you read it? Have you fucking read the thing? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but these are tea partiers that are putting this up. Uh, well, the, and the thing, the thing is when you look at that, <clears throat> what, they're, what they're actually suggested to do is put it by their front door, by the exit, in the exit hallway of their home. Not just anywhere in the house, but... Somewhere everybody's going to see it. Walking past it? Yep. Or if if you have guests you don't know well that just kind of come in and stand by the door and mm-hmm. chat for a minute. So that's where it's supposed to be. We were we were walking through Costco one day and they had a display of these really nice frames and, you know, other artwork and shit that they were selling. It was one of those kind of traveling roadshow things that they do at Costco every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll do the fucking blenders or sleeping bags or whatever. And they had these really nice frames and you know some of them you could buy just the frame some of them came with you know art quote unquote in the in the thing and on the display like front and center in the middle of the display was a proclamation to the world and Tracy's looking at the frames she's like oh these are really nice we should maybe get one of these and I looked up and saw that and the guy's standing there and he's smiling at her and I looked up Uh and saw that and I'm like I'm not buying that shit have you seen what they've got fucking right there in the middle of everything yeah nope and I just walked away and he looked all oh yeah a little huffy and I was like yeah. fuck you buddy no, don't support it don't 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 bring your hate speech out in public and expect me not to call it fucking hate speech and say that I don't want any part of it yeah I would I would actually prefer to replace huffy with prissy <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's how Mormons in Utah act <laughs> well it was just you know he was he was no I know what you mean I, yeah. I know the look oh yeah dude I live in the shadow of BYU man that's right yeah they talking about like the hate speech thing. Uh, I'd read an article today where it was a guy that had been fired from a newspaper for his blog and where he was going on an anti-LGBT rant about the gay stopo and how they're trying to oh, you know, do Jesus. all this. Is that oh, and the one no. thing we got to do. Oh, my God. But now he's suing the newspaper saying that they infringed upon his religious freedom. Of course, because of fucking SCOTUS. Erg. Of course he used that. Arg. And, I've uh, never heard gay stopo. Is that a new thing? That was that's, that's what he was out? calling. He was saying that it's the, there's a I've gay heard, stopo. I think I've, I've heard, heard that before. before. I wouldn't be surprised. But, but it's been a little that's while. That's fucking ridiculous. It's, I, but that just that just takes the whole quote gay agenda thing to a whole new oh, level. Yeah. I, I mean, I and the religious freedom thing. The gay religious agenda. Free, no, there isn't equality. <laughs> How about that? How about just be treated like making a, things uh, fabulous? Yeah, <laughs> bedazzling. Damn it! I hate fabulous no. things. <laughs> I hate happy people. <laughs> All families. the colors yeah. and neatly arranged items. Glitter. Jesus, yeah. save me. Oh man. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I think that. 
just because of that whole Hobby Lobby thing, it's going to be seen a lot more uh, people using that yeah. as their excuse, saying, well, in the workplace, my religious freedom says to bash homosexuals. Yeah. Uh, I can kind of see his argument that maybe, you know, this was done you know, outside of work, in his own private life, whatever. But it's not really private if you post this on your blog. Yeah, I was going to say, well, yeah. haven't we Open had to the rest before? of the world. We've had this happen before. With that uh, basketball guy that owns the team. At least twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Donald Sterling. Donald yes. Sterling, who's now suing like the NBA and his wife. Now he is, yeah. And yeah. his wife, yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, that was his public life, and he got fired from his job. Yeah. For making private racist life, yeah. remarks. Private, private life, yeah. yeah. Private life. And everybody was up in arms, like, oh, how dare he say that? How dare he say that? But saying stuff about a group of people that have no control over being gay. It's their life, and they just want to live their life and be happy and be left alone. If you don't want to be called a bigot, don't fucking be a bigot. Yeah. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Even if they're not doing that in their private life, and they they are doing that in public, and they still want to have a relationship that is not socially acceptable, quote, who fucking cares? I don't care if it's private or public. They still should get equal rights. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. bottom line. So mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you do it in your house or if you don't. You don't have the right to be like that. I wonder if Donald Sterling would use the uh, religious argument now, too. Well, eh. well, and, and I would say the guy has the right to be like that, but he doesn't have the right to not suffer the ramifications well, sure, and consequences con- of yeah, being yeah, a yeah. dick. Okay, fair, you know? fair correction. Well, in, in some yeah. careers, once you're a public figure, and this guy was a head editor for this newspaper, wrote columns, and he was a public figure for that newspaper... You gotta kind of you gotta you gotta kind of follow the newspaper's rules, and the newspaper probably had things saying, "Well, that's slander and that's bigotry." Well, and a lot of companies these days for positions like that have like a a, code of conduct, social contract kind of thing written into the employee contract and and hiring guidelines. A way to act that you know you can't act in even in your private life. You can't do things that would harm our 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 company through an association with you, right? I think the thing that's lost here a lot of times is that the LGBT community as well as the African-American community are still fighting for equal rights. They're not looking for privilege like you fucking white religious men, rich men bastards. I I was going to say, you could probably add women into that group too. Of course. Yeah, of Uh, course. I mean, yeah, they're not seeking special privilege. No, they just want to be considered people. Yeah. So fuck all you guys. I actually had an argument with a guy at work about when their that bill came up for women at equal pay in the workplace, and the guy's like, "Well, why should they get paid the same? They don't do the same job." I'm like, "No, fucker, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Women doing the same exact fucking job as a yeah. guy and getting paid a completely fucking different wage. Yeah. Not being that's promoted what it's about. as often. Right. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, at the at the in the office I'm in, women are way better at that job than men are. And there are there there's plenty of positions where women I mean, well women I think like are naturally more empathetic and yeah better at dealing with things than men are and men are better at dealing with some things more than women are we we do have biological differences in us and sure, where our brain sure, reacts to things sure. but I, but the thing is I mean you're gonna go through and measure all that for every individual and say well this is what well, you no you know, no I mean you're just like you know I mean people are people and if you can do the job you can do the job and if you can't then sorry yes. Yeah, there was, uh, I want to say it was That's two it. or three women that tried out for the special forces through the, was, I think it was Army Ranger School they went through. Mm-hmm. Military does not allow women in special forces programs. Right. So they said, we can do this and we can prove to you that we can do this. Give us the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And they did it. They finished, but they will not let these women operate in the field with men. G.I. Jane. Yeah. It was basically the same thing. These, these women went through. 
wait, completed wait, so, all the tasks like the men did and everything. So they and, passed special <clears throat> operator. Um, it was a, it was a then, part of then, Ranger because in reality, for like a Ranger school, you're talking three years of yeah, different sh- schoolings. They they sure, finished one but, of the programs like okay because uh, there's always an entry program where they're going to beat your ass down. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. before you get into all the other specialty schools where, where they train you. Yeah, yeah, like the Buds School for Navy SEALs. Once they pass that, they're not a Navy SEAL. They still got a lot of training, yeah, a lot right. of schools to go through. They're basically just weeding out the, the Deadwood and yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they went through the initial school. But that's okay for Ranger, the Ranger School. And then and, they wouldn't let them go on to other. No, well, that was the thing. It was kind of like the GI Jane type movie, where it's like this is a test. We're gonna put you through it, and that's it. When you're done, you're done. You go back to your other job. Hmm. But I thought it was cool. These yeah. women showed up and said, "We can do this." And so was well, it? I mean, did yeah, it. But so it's was it like a pilot program where up. they're figuring one day maybe we'll do this? We just want to see. Oh uh, well, because actually... the military did change the rule on women serving in combat roles. Yeah, because it used to be women weren't allowed to serve in a combat role. Period. And then they allowed them, like women, to join the Marines and serve in an infantry unit or yeah. uh, be a machine gunner and actually serve in combat-related units, uh, frontline units. So they were kind of like, well, if women can be in frontline units, why can't we join special forces? Mm-hmm. So they let them go through the school, and that was the end of it. Hmm. Uh, I haven't heard of any other women challenging it or trying to go back to those schools, but. Uh, I think if they can, if you give them the same exact criteria to do everything the same exact way, and they can do it and they can handle it, yeah, sure, let them do go it. for it. Yeah. yeah, yep, that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get equal pay. It's not my cup of tea. Of course, you'd be, you'd be stupid not to. Mm-hmm. Really, you know. The only the only psychological thing that I've heard that they worry about is that a man would worry more about the woman in combat, saying he'd be more protective uh, of her. Okay. Than of the guy next to me. Like, he's like, I know the guy next to me can handle him. I don't know about her. Well, and I get and that. To protect I, her I get more. that, but I at the same time, by not allowing them, of, that's kind I, of perpetuating I, yeah, that stereotype. I still feel a twinge of sexism in that. Yeah. I mean... Well, it's perpetuating a stereotype well, of, you know, all men are like this, or all she, women should be protected. Yeah. And well, why not let them get into that role and then find out? The thing that stood out to me was, oh, that guy's fine. He can handle himself. I don't know about her, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's my arm around her. Right. I mean, I know in my career field, going through some schools, I've seen some women, and some of them were like, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? this is your third time going through this, and you're still struggling. We're all waiting on you right now. If there's a real fire or something, you don't get three chances at it. You got sure. one. Sure. Same with men. Yeah. And I've seen oh, men yeah. go through the same yeah, thing. Of course. But I've seen men wash out of schools way quicker than women sometimes. Sometimes they would get a pass, like, well, we'll give you an extra shot. You're a woman. Where it's a dude, it's like, no, you got your second chance. You're done. Yeah. And that's what I don't like sometimes, where it's like, no, you got to. I don't have an opinion on that because I don't don't know. I don't know. I'm in a a field, I guess, where women just really excel, and I'm in a rare position to be a a team leader as a a male. And I've I've been to a rescue school where you have this big-ass Marine dude in there, and you're sending in a a 10-story tower getting ready to repel off, and the guy's like, He's knees are quivering, he's oh, shaking. Dude, I'm like, I, I, that would be dude, you're the big sure. bad marine. <laughs> you're be, you're afraid of heights. Sure. That'd be me for sure. Anything above 12 feet, and I'm just like, fuck you. And then I've, I have I've, no problem with heights. No, fuck that shit. No, but yeah, I was to say that I know women that would just grab that rope and just yeah. go and be like having a blast. Yep. Yeah. Nope. I like. That. I kind of like heights. I, well, I, I I've had. A, I've had like I. I had a friend um, a few years ago that would you know we'd go to. Flaming Gorge, and he'd jump off the 65-foot cliff no problem and give me a bunch of shit about it. 
And then we'd go down to the UVU wrestling mats, and I'd choke him out in 35 seconds. <laughs> and he'd be sleeping in my hands. Well, it's kind know, of so funny, a whole like, different. I mean, just depends, but fuck heights. Yeah, you know? I'm probably I'm probably <laughs> a little bit too comfortable with heights. Like I've yeah, I've almost fallen me, off man. the roof a couple times because I'm just it doesn't bother me. Yeah. See, I, I do the rappelling and all that kind of stuff, and just hanging off the sides of cliffs, and I enjoy it. For yeah. me, sometimes it's the view. Uh, oh yeah, I oh, got the view. Well, yeah. no, well, I got me yeah. and another buddy that will do it. Give me a fucking window. <laughs> we'll roll we'll rappel off the sides of waterfalls. <laughs> so you're going down next to a waterfall, and you got all the cool, you know, where it's all carved out on the inside. Where if you're on the ground, you can't see it. All you see is waterfall. Now, but you're coming down next to that yeah. thing. It's kind of like this is kind of neat. This is really cool. Just you know, f- hanging by a rope, 300 feet off the ground, not even touching the wall. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, to me, it's an experience. But and I'll buy your GoPro video of that. Oh, I got plenty of it. <laughs> I got I got one GoPro video of me making an accident and falling. Making an accident? Making an I, accident. I, uh, that sounds like you yeah, pooped your it, pants. It does. No, I uh, it totally does. I was just like, that's what I do with heights. What did you do over there? I made an accident. I made an accident. Well, I fell about twenty feet and stopped about a foot before the ground. Ripped my shoes off my feet. Ripped my heels open. Bashed my head on a rock, but I was wearing a helmet, luckily, and. How, yeah, see how lovely that sounds? Yeah. See, they're selling me. They make two kinds of rope. You got dynamic rope and you uh-huh. got static rope. Yep. Static rope has no stretch. Okay. Yep. Dynamic rope stretches. Yep. Right. For every 10 feet, it stretches one inch. Yep. So run into a 200 foot line, so I think you had 20 feet of stretch in it. Yeah. I get to a knot at the end of it, and my oh. feet were touching the ground. All of a sudden, it becomes static. Well, no, I had to pass the knot. Oh, you hit the. Oh, you My hit. feet were on a ledge, okay. and I had to pass the knot. I had to go to the other side of it. Usually. You'll tie yourself off the line, do a bunch of knots, and, and maneuver all your stuff around while tied off to it because you're usually hanging in the air. Well, since my feet were on the ground, I didn't go through the normal procedure of passing the knot. I just undid all my oh, equipment. And not counting the 20 feet of, of stretch. stretch. Then re put the rope back in my line, and I tried to pull as the hard as I could. Boing. Well, no. <laughs> I went off the edge with the, with the tension let off the rope. Oh. And I put my weight back on it. And I had a 20-foot free fall down the side of it. And I tried to <laughs> go backwards, and my feet were above my head. And my feet are bashing off the rocks. And finally, the rope caught about a foot before the ground. So my head swung down, hit a rock with my helmet on, and I was sitting there. Basically, I just let go of the rope, and my ass was sitting on a rock. Oh, damn. If there would have been any more stretch to that, that would have been my Your back of my neck on that rock. Damn. So I got lucky on that one. Totally worth it. <laughs> I got it all on video. Yeah, it's on the YouTube's. I'll show you later. I would love to see that. Has your mom YouTube's. heard this story? Oh, before? yeah, she's seen it. She saw the video. Uh, that's that's when I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, whenever I put a video on Facebook, ask me permission to watch it. Some yeah. of them you don't want to see. You may not want to watch this one. There's mom. there's a there's a YouTube video. I um, my son has an issue with heights too. I don't know if it's genetic or if it's if it's learned, or if it's learned. But I think I I. I'd be hesitant to say it's a hundred percent of either one. My daughter is afraid of water, and I know for a fact it's she's afraid of water and the dark, and both of those she got from her mother. Okay, Uh, okay. I'm sure there's a genetic component because um, for a lot of his growing up, I tried to leave him like when we'd go to Flaming Gorge with my friends, whatever. I would just try to not instill a fear in him and let him kind of go do his thing and see what happens and stuff. And he's still developed. But anyway, we YouTube this video and it's just fear of heights, type it in. And it's this guy that goes up on these towers or whatever. I mean, hundreds of feet up and he's just walking on these little towers. And there's like a tiny steel bar that spans the two and he'll just drop down and then grab the bar. And yeah. Just do like yeah. Those guys are you know? over in Russia. Those crazy. Yes. 
Rush yes. Fox. They are yeah. they are insane. No parachutes, no ropes, no nothing. 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 I've seen guys do it with parachutes. They'll do it, then let go and parachute. Those are the guys from the U.S. that yeah, have yeah, some yeah. brains, at least, yeah. to put a parachute on. These guys in Russia are I've yeah, no, insane. This guy's, I think this channel, this guy's channel is don't be pussy. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. But, but <laughs> Don't be I'm pussy. Just, hang from tower. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying I can't even watch that guy's without, video. Without getting like, nauseous. Wow. Because I'm just like, holy shit, that's, I can't I, can't I have a buddy who's a crane operator in Seattle. Nope. And nope. some of the pictures and nope. video that he posts from being in his crane and nope. like doing maintenance out on the crane, yeah. like crawling outside the crane and yeah. you know, we'll just put yeah, a harness a, on and greasing up different parts and shit. A, there's another video of a guy that's a that's a he f- fixes the electrical boxes on on those towers that are like 1,700 feet up. Yeah. And he's just climbing up there, you know, it's like higher than the Empire State Building. And I'm just like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that guy better be making $2,000 an hour. Yeah. The, I don't even know if I could do it for the I, – maybe. Maybe I could. But I, I, I mean, could do it. Of course, I, yeah. yeah, of course you guys could. I think it would be, I think it'd be fun. I'm not, I'm, not yeah. even, I'm not saying it makes sense. I, I, I couldn't just, do it without having a camera well, hanging out I'm, my back. And I'm, not saying, awesome. and I'm not saying that I have no fear of it at all. Like, you know, my palms get sweaty and my feet get sweaty. It's that just well, – it's that a, reaction of, oh, i got to grip something, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's evolutionary. Yeah. That's that's different than an irrational fear of it. But I think it's yeah. sometimes that when you yeah. have that fear of something, like you and then you go to do it, then you get that rush going through your body. That's, I guess, why yeah. that's the a adrenaline, adrenaline that, that kind of yeah. kicks in. You're kind of like that euphoria of that. It's kind of do you well, do you get vertigo? No, like, not really. But I mean, like I mean, it, but it's easy for me to see that it's irrational. Like I love the prank videos where they have like guys dress no up. Head. No, they dress up like a clown with a sledgehammer. Oh, I've seen those, yeah. Those Australian dudes. That's fucking hilarious (laughs) because I don't have a fear of clowns. But I know people who do, and it seems stupid to me. And you can try to make all the lot, you know, you can say this and this. this. It doesn't matter. Well, if if I saw a guy. I realize that's how my fear is. In a dark corner. It doesn't make sense. Dress up as a clown with a giant mallet. I'd be scared of shit of that guy bashing in the head of, of something. Of yeah, someone like you I'd walk like, around the corner and yeah, that guy wants to kill. Recently, yeah. That would scare me so much less than going twenty feet up a cliff or thirty feet up a cliff. We'll take it sometime. We do some repelling down in the Provo area. No, well, and I would be like, dude, I'll, you, <laughs> I'll dress up like a clown and chase you with a mallet. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. You see how it's like. Like, I don't know. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> I, I do carry a gun on me sometimes, so be careful when you chase me with a mallet. Just as a yeah, gun. that's fine. That, that's over quick. <laughs> I won't even know. But uh, this was, I mean, we were planning on doing a getting to know you segment today. Yeah. We yeah. We're going to do like maybe, like, because the, the truth is we're probably going to do a total overhaul of the podcast. Well, um, not overhaul, just adding more elements to it. Yeah. I'm. Well, we're going to have a little more. Structure, maybe. switching a things up, a yeah. little more um, um, time restraint. Um, I didn't. That was Matt suggested the time restraint. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think if we keep it to a consistent time, and then you know we're gonna add we're gonna add a few elements that are a little more entertaining, a little yeah. more fun, um, lighten the mood a little bit. We can be a little ranty, a little heavy, um, but that's because we always bring heavy topics because. It's shit's heavy. It is heavy, you know, and it's important stuff. But we'll try to we'll try to mix that up a little bit with fun and games, and then you know every month we'll have our uh, 
That was weird, right? Yeah, I was the dog. That was the dog running around yeah, in the backyard, going past the, the window. window. Yeah. <laughs> Caught all three of our attentions. Were, uh, it anyway. was God. Something shiny. What was that? <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was God. And then you become a Baptist, I'll be a Catholic, and you can be a Jew because of that experience. I don't want to be a Jew. That's what happens. Hey, I like bacon. I'll be, a, I'll be an atheist, yeah. cultural Jew. Okay. Hey. Yeah, you like yeah, that's true. I Who, like bacon too. We all like bacon. All right, fine. Bacon's the bomb. Uh, so, but so yeah, I was just I was just thinking, you know, to make it just to make it a little bit Oh, yeah, no, okay. So like we do with the live show every month and we'll have some audience um participation with some of the games we have and stuff like that. We'll probably we'll probably tighten up the open mic a little bit. Uh but that's kind of some of the plans we're working on. Yeah. We were going to have a little getting to know you section. That's what I was Starting off by saying, yeah. but uh, we we just were were sort of BSing, and that's well. We can still do a, a small we still portion. Do a, we, we still, still got time. do a little bit. Let's do it. Let's do oh, a. All right. Let's yeah. do an intro let's do, to Ryan. Let's, yeah, let's highlight highlight the Duffster. Well, what do you want to know? I'm a. So were you raised religious? No, I wasn't. No? I was actually I was actually raised completely outside of religion. There's no religious influence on me as a kid. I knew about religious stuff. Like, I knew about the story of Adam and Eve. Like I can actually remember being a kid and going to my mom being like, so if these Adam and Eve people were the first two people on this earth, that means we all related, right? So where did you hear about Adam and Eve? Uh, I would go to, every once in a while, I'd go to, like, my friends' churches and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was a very, I guess, I always liked learning as a kid, as yeah. long as it intrigued me. Yeah. So as a kid, religion did intrigue me as a kid. It was kind of like, what is this whole thing? What's this all about? People I know go do it. And growing up in Wisconsin, it's, uh, you know, it's a big, there's a big Catholic, big Protestant. But there's also plenty of, I had plenty of friends who were Jewish and I had a couple of Muslim friends and everybody. So it's a big mixture of different religions. And I think for the most part, most, all of them are Abrahamic religions and all believe in mm-hmm. yeah. some sort of like there, I can't imagine that there are a whole lot of Buddhists in Wisconsin. Or um, I, I, I was even surprised. To there's hear. Amish, yeah, yeah well, not that Buddhist. Does, that doesn't well, surprise yeah, me. At that's all. just um, super Christian. Jews and Muslims in Wisconsin and Oshkosh does a little bit. But well, I, I wouldn't go with Buddhists. There are like the uh, the New Age culture was getting a big in high school. Sure, yeah. As far as like, yeah. well, for us it was the New Age was let's go smoke some weed and discuss our. <laughs> Our our relationship oh, okay. with the heavens and the earth and new agey stuff really bothers me sometimes. Yeah, all religions were new age at one point. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, let's let's jot that down but, uh, for another episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we yeah we haven't really gone over new age yeah. stuff. We, yeah, we need to have an episode on woo. Yes, but anyways, uh, I remember one of the first times when I basically said this is fucked with religion. Was I was probably about thirteen years old, and my aunt had became heavily Baptist. Like they, like Southern Baptist, yeah, that style, like hardcore Baptist. OT people. And I remember going. I remember I biked out to my cousin's house. My mom got mad at me for that. But the next day was Sunday, so my aunt's like, "Well, I'm taking them to church before I take them home." So we had to go to church with my aunt that morning, and I can remember the pastor, whatever 
they call them? I think it was they call them pastors. pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, say pasture? It sounded yeah. like pasture. Past, <laughs> pastor. That's a true Wisconsin yeah. native right there. Uh, <laughs> he was wearing. I can remember he had the a, pastor saying, <laughs> You better do better. You're going to hell. You better do better. <laughs> but he had asked all the kids to come up front in the church and uh, sit basically like right in the aisle, right in front of the uh, pew and uh, between all the pews and right in front of his podium. And I didn't go up there because I'm like, oh, this guy's creepy. Yeah. He had a Winnie the Pooh tie on. And he starts talking about Winnie the Pooh and the honey and all oh, that kind of father. stuff. Like, oh, Winnie the Pooh does not <laughs> share the honey, so Winnie the Pooh is a sinner. You don't want to be like Winnie the Pooh. And my thought going through my head at the age of like 13 is like, this is like a, a kid's story and you're making it evil. Yeah, you're making it bad. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with Winnie the Pooh. It's a fucking story. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's full of shit. He's just fucking telling stories, too. That's all this, that's all this is. And I can remember... Winnie I, the Pooh is a cute story, too, at that. I mean, it's not just a story. It's 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 kind of a rather pleasant one. Yeah, yeah there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing evil about Winnie the Pooh. I don't know you can get, no. that you can get much more innocuous than Winnie the Pooh. And yeah. then I can remember going to like the Bible studies with my cousins a few times, and they'd be reading like stories of the Bible for younger kids. Uh, and I was like, you guys... Oh, wait, you think this is real? <laughs> you think this is real? I'm like, oh, I thought this was fucking story time. You believe this shit. <laughs> like, I ain't coming back. You think this is, whoa, now I get it. And it's like, that's when I started realizing people actually believe there's some fucking sky guy up there and that he's there's actually real. Sky daddy. Like, this is, and I, cause I remember and then going through high school and they're going through like Greek mythology mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the Odyssey and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is what God this, is to me. Yeah. He's a mythology. Right. It's a story. No one believes this is true anymore. Right. Why the hell do people still believe this is true? Yeah. And I, I never really, I, then it was actually coming here to Utah, like, that made me get into it and start reading more about religion and going, these people are fucked in the head. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, because in Wisconsin, it's not, people don't care what religion you are. Yeah. yeah. It could be any, it doesn't matter. Not Getting much, here to yeah. Utah, people put a lot more emphasis on your religion. So I started becoming more, more active and more it, yeah. searching out groups yeah. that were like me because it was like, well, this is well, it's, I mean, it's the weird. second most religious state in the country besides Al- behind Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. yeah. And that and, says a lot. It's between Alabama and I think Mississippi. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've hated the people that are always like, well, this is a Mormon state. And I'm like, no. This is a state in the United States of America. (laughs) You do not get to dictate a state religion. So are your parents not religious then either? I'm guessing because... My dad doesn't... I don't really talk to my dad much about it. My grandmother grew up and she actually went to a Catholic school. Your dad's mom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. uh, Then my my mother's father, he was the (sighs) Navy veteran, the... Uh, fought in the Korean War, the truck driver, driver type guy. He never spoke anything religion-wise ever growing up. My grandmother, actually, she has one cross up in her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she never really doesn't really talk about it. I don't know if my grandmother knows I'm an atheist. We don't really okay. talk religion with my grandmother because she's yeah. old and might not get it. She's Sure, sure. No, I understand she still that. uses racial slurs sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't get grandma. You can't say that. Uh, you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. But uh, my mother was, she's never was, I think she's born up completely, basically without much religious influence. And I was talking to my dad the other night. 
I think it was, it was my mom I was talking to, and she's like, well, I don't know if I'm an atheist or not. She goes, well, atheism is religion too, isn't it really? Uh, I'm like, no, mom. I'm like, it's a complete opposite. I'm like, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yep. She goes, well, no. Well, then I'm like, you're then, that's basically, you're an atheist towards Bigfoot. Yeah, you don't sure. believe in it. Yeah. Do you do you belong to a group that does not believe in Bigfoot? Is there a yep. an organization for that? He's like, well, no. I'm like, well, there isn't a really a religious influence for atheists. It doesn't describe. Yeah. Yep. It's the 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 no. It's like you have. It's theist is the yes, atheist is the no. Well, and people yeah, people don't us. seem to to get the whole notion of you know. Yes, I'm an atheist, and that's what I choose to identify myself as. But it, it's it's running counter to the pervasive religious culture that I happen to live in. Yes, if mm-hmm. everybody believed in Bigfoot and we're trying to pass laws yep. that I should worship Bigfoot, or the people who don't believe in Bigfoot are lesser than or shouldn't be treated equally, I would be an a Bigfootist. Yes, right. And 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 the thing is, like, it's only because that's what's popular right now. Yeah, Christianity. Nobody has a problem. Like, even atheists today will say, well, I'm not going to say that I'm certain there's no Jesus, right? We'll, we'll, we'll say I will that. say there's no proof. Of course. But anybody, even a Christian, is going to say, there's no Zeus. And there's yes. no yeah. problem with that. Yeah. Yes. There's no problem. There's no problem with that at all. Yeah. Nobody's going to give you an ounce of, of controversy about mm-hmm. that. You know? So it's only because Jesus is the issue at this time. Yeah. And uh, and obviously your mom hasn't listened to episode two of the Godless Revolution where we cover atheism as a probably religion. not. Yeah. But I mean, like if you told ah, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> I was I was gonna say Romans. If, I, was, I think in a, the first god that came to my head was Apollo. I don't know if the Romans did the Romans believe in Apollo or is that a further uh, back? I don't know. Tracy's big on Greek and she's she's big into the whole mythology. Well, I was gonna say she's, if you told them to go fuck Apollo, they might kill you. Yeah. Nowadays you say fuck Apollo, they're like who? Like Apollo Creed, the, like from Rocky? Or like the astronaut program? <laughs> he was attractive, I guess, if you're into black guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's the same way. And, and I, I regrettably say it, but I think Christianity will go as the wayside of, the, of mythology and we'll have a new one replace it. God, I really hope we don't have a new I, one I hope you it. don't, but, yeah. I mean, look at all the religion. I mean, Mormonism is a new religion by context of the years... Yeah, it's been around. Scientology, that's only been around for like what forty. Is a new religion. Yeah, it's a new religion, and it keeps growing. I don't understand how Scientology keeps growing. Other than well, I mean, there's there's a lot of you know backstory chatter about why it's growing and why certain people remain in the in the faith. I think they're well funded, like the Mormon Church, and can. Well, they, they got their their PR is way better than the Mormon church. They're, they they're well funded. They're well funded. They fucking sue everybody, and you know the a lot of the back chatter about Scientology is that a lot of the the more active proponents of Scientology, the Church of Scientology, has dirt on them that mm-hmm. you know if they were to ever speak out about it, they'd release yeah you know all of this information that these public people don't want. Released about themselves, but in my opinion, you're always kind of a blackmail religion. You're always yeah, going to have wow. people that are at a weak point in their life, and when someone's at a weak point in their life, a lot of times people turn towards a religious idea during a weak point. You get that from fucking missionaries all the time. Whenever I run into a missionary, 
and they come up and they start trying to talk to me or whatever and and I shut them down on the religious thing and you know we we chit chat for a little bit and then it always ends with them saying well do you know anybody else in the neighborhood or anybody yep. else around who is struggling right now yeah. who could use some guidance cuz they're the who, easy ones to who is on. going through some issues and some problems right the emotionally yeah. fragile people that we can go and fucking prey on you yep. giving them a false and hope. i don't mean p r a y i mean e y yeah <laughs> <laughs> And maybe maybe we'll get into some of this next week if I do my little thing. Right. But, yeah. But like at some of the lowest points in my life, I remember thinking, "Where the fuck is God right now? Where the fuck is he? You know, yeah. he's the one that's supposed to know me and know exactly what I need. These other humans don't get it. Where the fuck is the one person that they say is supposed to? And he never, not once, did he ever come. Yeah. You know, well, I had like you know, one of my best friends in high school who was actually who was that tattoo is about who was yeah, killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our senior year of high school in a car wreck, some he got hit. His whole family was hit in a car and mm-hmm. he was ejected and killed. Oh jeez. But he was a hardcore well he was he was a he was Christian, his whole he was from originally from Korea. His whole family was went to a Korean church in Chicago. Oh interesting. He was actually on their way home <laughs> Korean Jesus don't want to hear about your yeah. problems. <laughs> well it's actually it's actually on their way home from church uh, in January that they got hit. Have you guys seen that? Is that is that a is that too vague a reference? Uh, uh, 21 Jump, Jump Street? No, 22 Jump 22. Street. No, it was in 21 Jump 21. Street. Oh, because they do it again 22 in 22 is the new one. Yeah. 22 is the sequel. It's part two. But 21 Jump Street is... Oh, yeah, because in 22, they go to a new church, and it's a different god they're making fun of. Oh, really? It's across the street. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it's, bothering it's, Korean Jesus. Korean why, Jesus ain't got time for your problems. That's why they had to move to 22 Jump Street. It's across the street. <laughs> But anyway, like we would always like I would, at lunch every day in high school and stuff, and we would always have like re- religious debates. Where I because I was kind of still curious. I was an atheist, but I didn't know what an atheist was at the time. It wasn't right, right, right. it wasn't a word I knew. And what I what I did know of it was like, oh, an atheist. That's a bad thing. Yeah, I'm not an atheist. Sure. I just don't believe in a god. Yeah, right. Uh, but we always had debates and stuff. And when he died, it was kind of like I know he's not getting heaven. I know there is no heaven. I know I'm not going to see him again. I just have the memories I have of him and all that good stuff, and you know, I can I can remember him that way. And I'm like, you know, that's how someone lives. Yeah, yeah. It's not that you get to see him again; it's that you can remember the good times you had with that person through photos or just memories. And I'm like, that's how a person lives on. Oh, there's no heaven. There's no God. It's yeah. just it's after like a few generations, no one will know of any of us. Yeah. Or, or even your memory's even, gone. Even the bad times. You know, I've had some friends die that I didn't get along with that yeah. well. You know, and I never I never went to their funerals and said. Oh, this was a great dude. No, I was just like, you know what? He's dead, but I still don't get along with this fucker. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of shit I learned from him. You know, we just, and, and that's, that's how it is. I mean, that's, then that's what goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny. My, my great uncle died last week yeah. and we had the, yeah, yeah. we had the graveside service, um, for him on Sunday. And I was struck by, how religious a lot of the a lot of the talk was oh, during his funeral because I don't remember even a single time while he was alive while spending any time with him at all that he ever brought up religion whatsoever. Yeah, I mean nothing, not not a fucking word about it. But the talks are and then be reflective of who's giving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and of <laughs> course you know it, we're here in Utah, so most of my family is very LDS and. And, you know, hearing a lot of my other relatives talk about him and, and deliver a eulogy and a life sketch and all of that kind of stuff, you know, it was centered around, he, you know, he believed in, in Joseph Smith and, and that the mm. 
Church of the Latter Day or Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints is the one and true restored Church of of God here on the face of the earth, and you know I know that He's in a better place now, yeah, and He's you know and I, and I and I kept I kept hearing them say I know and I yep. know and like I you know don't and know. it's like no yep. you don't fucking know that just means this is I, what you want to believe yeah. you that don't means fucking I know really, it really really believe it yeah. That's you what don't they think know me. You don't know yeah. it. It's what you want to believe. You really, really want to believe it. You don't fucking know it. Because yeah. no one wants. Well, I mean, you you know it. I think as most atheists would go, they're dead. They're gone. That's it's a finite thing. Sure. That's why I think when people say, "Well, what as an atheist, what do you got to live for?" I'm like, I got everything to live for. Yeah. I'm like, I got this. I one have everything life to, live to live for. I have nothing to die for. Yes. Yeah, way, like, way more to live for. It's yeah. like, you're waiting for that time to die to go to your celestial heaven, which you don't even know if it exists. I'm like, I got everything to live for here. I got things to see, things to do. I'm like, that's why I love photography. I like to get out and repel off a mountain sure. to see well, things. Well, and I mentioned earlier, and, fucking beautiful photos while yeah. you're out camping. Oh, yeah. You, week, no, you're, yeah, you're a great Those photographer. Those were awesome. I mean, really, I, I keep, really cool. I, I, might, I might try to start selling photos. Oh, yeah? Too. Uh, I've had a few. People, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, "Why don't you go to the, uh, not the fairs, but the uh, swap meets? Go yeah. swap meets or the make farmers some, market? Yeah, make or... some prints. Yeah, and go go there and, and sell prints of your photos. And people are like I would buy one. I've actually people at work like yeah, I want really a print for that cool. photo. Yeah. So I, I might actually do that. Just the the capital to start it, make all the prints, then go from there. But I would say my favorites that you took were. <laughs> Were the were the moon over the lake? Yep, and just the stars in the sky. Yeah, with the, like, the, the Milky Way amazing. coming over the yeah. mountain, dude. I just had a, I just had an idea right now. What? Do it. So, <laughs> we need to we need to update our our logo. Yep, because Dan is a regular, right? Sure, he's, he's a, a part of this group. For now, we only have Ryan and myself on the logo. So what I was thinking was, um, since I'm a more of a traditional artist, I was going to take pictures of the three of us. And kind of character caricaturize them. Okay. Make, make like a like a hand drawing a, a of each of caricature us? of the three of us. Yeah. We should we should set that in front of a backdrop of one of your photos. All right. I'm yes. cool with that. Yeah, they were really, really cool. I don't know yeah. if you had a chance to look at them. I've now, seen but a they few were, of his. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah, I, I'm excited to go camping in a couple of weeks with atheists of Utah yep. to be able to see a whole lot more oh, yeah. stars. Like, you know, you forget with all of the light pollution and everything living here in the city, you know, you can look up and you can see some stars and oh, everything yeah. and, it, and mm-hmm. it looks nice. But, but it's, it's, you get it's out that there. camping away from all yeah. of the light yep. pollution when you can actually see like the band of the Milky yep. Way. Where you right. can't see your hand in front of your face. Yeah. It's so dark. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy just laying on my back and it's kind of like, it's, well, maybe it's because I'm an atheist and I can look at the night sky in awe and just think, those are awesome. solar <laughs> systems and stars oh, yeah. with or other galaxies. planets surrounding them, billions and billions, billions of light bi- years away. away. It's like Whole galaxies. Then, look then like it's a looking at and thinking sometimes, yeah. like, how many of those stars are dead? Right. Yeah. Right. The, how long ago was that light emitted yeah, from that yeah, star? Yeah, yeah. And now it's reaching my eyes. Like, that, that star yeah. could let it that light have, go before it may Earth have was burned created. itself out billions of years yeah. ago, and yeah. I'm just now, now seeing, seeing the light from it. That's literally. Traveling in time. Was it Neil yeah. deGrasse Tyson that said that? He goes, if you want to travel back in time, yeah. just look at the stars. Yeah. I don't know if it was him, but he, he says things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you I get was- chills. I get chills just even talking about that kind <laughs> of shit. Like, I mean, so fucking cool. Yeah, you, you've got beams of light shooting through the universe, and then and the Earth like coalesces from the from the from the accretion disk, and and all of a sudden it's in the path of this light that's been traveling for mm-hmm. billions of years from a star that's now dead. 
and we're seeing that. And to me, yeah. that's mo- that's way more magical to think of that, which is knowledge, and you actually know it's true versus some guy just did it. He put some dots and some fucking paper up there, and it's yeah. just above your head, right? And and tell that to someone who's stoned out of their mind and blow their fucking oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> if they're on LSD, they he oh, will dude. become God you, to them. Never oh. talk to them again. Yeah. <laughs> But I you think, blew my mind, man. <laughs> I, I think when you look at the world around you that way and you can look at something in a more – even just a, in, a, in a simplistic way of even looking at an arrangement of a flower to seeing like – not that it's designed, but it's like that is that way, a certain color to attract that bee right. to come to it and specifically lay pollen on it. So when it flies the next one, it will basically impregnate that one. You're basically yeah. watching plant sex going around you. Yeah, in a weird way of thinking of it, but it's knowing that through evolutionary traits of that plant, that's how it survived. That's why some people are like, "Well, it's like that because God created it." I'm like, "No, it's like that because if it wasn't, it wouldn't fucking be, it here. be here." Yeah, it wasn't created. Yeah. If it didn't work in the ecosystem with all the other plants and animals and life around, it wouldn't be here. It would have died out. It wouldn't have worked. So when did you start? When did you start accepting and using the word atheist in your life? I would honestly say maybe six years ago. Okay, so in the military, 20s. I was in the military. I was kind of going early twenties, early to mid twenties. Yeah, probably probably around twenty. Well, I'm thirty now. It's probably right, right, right around twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's and I got the time that I did. Too. Yeah, you beat you beat me, both of you guys. Well, I mean, that's when I really realized that atheist wasn't a bad word. Yeah. Right? Atheist right. wasn't some because I guess my understanding when I originally thought of an atheist, I thought of um, and I just couldn't think of the term. Someone believes in nothing. You sure. believe in absolute nihilist. nihilist. nihilist now yeah. I'm like, I'm like, now I kind of learned. I'm like, well, that's a nihilist is someone who doesn't believe in anything, nothing. Uh-huh. Doesn't believe in love. Doesn't believe in the stars. Doesn't believe in anything. I'm like, an atheist is someone yeah. who doesn't believe I, in one thing. You could be, be a brain a, in a jar. Might be a yeah. little bit of a characterization of nihilist, but but basically, yeah. at, at the essence of the no no term no, nihilist, it's someone that doesn't no tr- believe. Quote, I put in this in quote: no true meaning in in ultimate terms. Yeah, yeah but as yeah. but I I kind of I I see. I guess meaning in things, but not as a God did it. It's like, well, that, right, sure, yeah, of course. It's like uh, I had watched. You oh. have a much, you have a much better understanding and a much deeper knowledge and appreciation for the things. world around you than just thinking, "Oh, some guy put that there." Yeah, God's right. awesome, did it. yeah. Or even like, because I like to go hiking and go climbing a lot, and a lot of times I look at the rock faces and think, "Well, I can see the layers in this one. I can see the layers in this one. I'm like, oh, that." You know, this rock face shifted from up to low this one. And, right, yeah. right, right. and looking, I'm like, oh, this this one is facing, you know, vertical. So this actually, like, came out of the ground. Like, if you go out to the San Rafael Flats, all that is a, basically a, a tectonic plate that pushed up. Yep. So all the striations go down in an angle out yeah. there. So it's like, that's just... That's yeah, a subduction. Yeah, it's just interesting zone. to look yep. at all that stuff and look at it through more of an eye of... This took billions and billions of years to create... Not a flood in forty days, right? Yeah. <laughs> and not not to backtrack, but in the same way that Christians are atheists toward the Greek myth and yeah. stuff, and everyone knows that, but they're also nihilists, even though they deny it. If you ask them, you know, well, they say atheists don't have meaning. Well, you say, well, what about the Muslim suicide bomber? Well, yeah, what does he do that for? His life? Well, of course not. What does he do it for? The seventy-two virgins? Well, he's not going to get that. But so he thinks what? he is. So he believes in nothing. He's not going to get anything no. out of it. I mean, so ultimately they're they're nihilists in terms of other religions anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, just another point. Yeah. yeah, A very valid one, I would say. Yeah. Thank you. But I think, you know, it's – and, and then in recent years, like 
I would say within the past three years, Neil deGrasse Tyson's become my hero. Oh, guy's phenomenal. Like, I would just, I, I can't remember what I first saw him on, where I really like this guy. I'm like, I, I, I get this guy. Yeah. Like, he is someone who yeah. I would just love to, to sit down and just talk to and pick his yep. brain. And I love watching, like, on YouTube, just lectures where people will ask him questions and he won't belittle them in it. Right. Like, sometimes Dawkins. Yep. Might do a little no, belittling, yeah, yeah, but I, he totally. will talk to you like a human and be like, try to explain it. He wants to educate. He wants to teach. And I'm like, I like I this guy. I, I, keep, I love Dawkins yeah, that, too, but that, he can be a little the, hostile The sometimes. last two episodes of The Cosmos, like, oh, I was moved to tears. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Just dude, so cool. I, I swear I almost had a tear roll on my eye that very first ep- – the end of the first episode where he's sitting on that cliff and he's going through his, his day planner. He's like, here is the day planner. Or I went to go meet, meet Carl Sagan, Carl Sagan yeah. and Carl Sagan, yes. and now I'm sitting on the same spot yep. where Carl Sagan sat, you know, what was it, 30 years ago, doing this very episode. And every bit is deserving. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm like, that's amazing. I'm like, if it wasn't for Carl Sagan being that inspirational to him, I don't know if he would have been the same person to no, have, have, have Carl Sagan yeah. go, do it. Definitely not. I mean, his his life trajectory would have been completely altered. That's why I sure. think we need more people like him to be inspirational to to youth to say, yeah. "Look how awesome this is. This isn't boring. This isn't something nerdy. Yeah. This is really cool." And then when you understand and you can look at the night sky and kind of look at it in awe and be which is which by is it. why I give him a pass on not fully adopting the mantle well, and, and and label of atheist. I've I've given that that I've let that go a long long time yeah. ago. For for a lot of reasons I won't go into right now, but um, there there's there's a there's a half a dozen fantastic reasons why I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is is one of the greatest leaders in science today. Yeah. Maybe more than that, but I mean, but and I've said this to you two. I don't think I've said it on the air or on the podcast before, but uh, the Beyond Belief conference in 2006, Neil deGrasse Tyson gives a gives a speech and a and a lecture that's just fucking unbelievable and you have to watch that it's about intelligent design which and, which year was it the 2006 okay and the evolution of science he talks about he talks about he he's again just like you said he's he's not he doesn't draw a clear line between atheism and intelligent design he 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 plays both sides of that a little bit but he also makes some some really great remarks that let you kind of know where he stands on that. Oh yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I think does. it's because, because he doesn't take a really hard line on atheism that allows him to be in the public he d- uh, I, sphere and, and, and his charisma and his, and it's why so many and, religious people are terrified of him. Yep. And that's because, and that's why he's so brilliant. Yeah. And that's why he's the perfect spokes, spokesman, mm-hmm. you know, he, and, and you'll have I, to post a link to that when we get the, okay. when we get the and podcast. I, and I've got the video. Yeah. I've got it. Uh, on my heart. Oh fuck! Do I? Well, I'm sure it's on I, YouTube. I, or, it, yeah. it is, but I mean, I had it all saved, and I just I'll, I had, I'll look for it tonight. And I'll try to actually maybe I can post a link to that right in the actual uh, Podbean thing. Then it'll be on YouTube. Not yeah. YouTube, but I mean iTunes. We'll, we'll have the actual that. link yeah. to it in it. That'd be good. I, I only hesitated because I had a I had about a 65 gigs of stuff that I've collected over the last 12 years reformatted by my 12 year old my 13 year old's Xbox, and that oh I can't get no, to, so I'm not nice. sure. If that's <laughs> part of that or not, but anyway, oh, uh, sad face. But still, still, really fantastic. Yeah. And um, I was going to say one of the, one of the one of the greatest things. I, sorry, not to take attention. Oh no, I know. But that that I took from 
that I've taken from the whole time he's been in the public sphere was, um, I, I, and I don't remember, I think it was an interview with Dr. Tyson where they were asking about who his heroes and, and leaders and all this kind of stuff. And of course, Sagan and, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. But really it was, it was just that he said, look, it's what I wanted to do. If I waited for a black male from New York city to be an astrophysicist, to pave the way so that I could do this, I'd be here forever. Yeah. I'd be yeah. waiting forever. Yeah. I just went and did it. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I, so I, you know, and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. You fucking awesome bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you magnificent bastard. Right. And I was I just mean, like, it, of course. That's, that's almost another lesson right just there is saying, if you wait for something to happen, it's not going to no, happen. Not, yeah. yeah. It's not going to be handed to you. Sure. You know, but I mean, like if you pray for something all the time, you just wait for it to happen. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Way to bring it back. Get out there. Exactly. Get out there and do it. And do it. Yeah. The only way something's going to happen in your life is if you make it happen. If you work towards it and you strive for a goal. Like if you set a goal and be like, you know what? I need to do this to achieve this, to achieve this, to achieve that and do it. Like right now I want a Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> my first goal is I'm paying my Jeep off early. I'm working on that one. And then I got to clean my garage. <laughs> once the garage is clean, it'll have room for the Corvette. Right, right. right. And then once the Jeep is paid off, the garage is cleaned out, it's Corvette time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you have a goal from the age of five, you can achieve it. And I, and it, yeah, and I know I know Tyson has more guts than me because I wouldn't have been able to rock a, a '70s porno stash all the way through the '80s and '90s like that into well, today, into when it came back into style. I, I had one a few years ago. You can find it on Facebook. If, you had a porn stash? Oh, it was. I had the straight. It was over my bottom lip, and I had the handlebars coming all the way down and hanging off the bottom of my chin. Oh my, yeah. that's uh, I I tried hashtag growing. Hillary Duffy. So <laughs> oh wait, no, wait, what was your first name? <laughs> so <laughs> so I've I've got the long beard, and I for a few weeks. It, well, it was it was probably a month and a half. I decided, okay, well, I'm going to let my mustache grow, mm-hmm. and I'll just, you know, part it down the middle and, right. and try to separate it out to the sides and everything. It drove me fucking nuts, dude. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. have it hanging over my mouth. Anyth- anytime I tried to eat anything, drink anything, oh, yeah. I had a mouthful of fucking hair. Nice. Oh, yeah. And in the shower, trying to clean that shit off, it was just always in my mouth, blocking edge. It, it drove me fucking nuts. I had to finally trim it. That was when I finally shaved mine off was when basically I would drink a beer. And half the beard would end up like running down the side of my mustache. Like I know you guys can't see it. This isn't a good photo of it, but this is me. This is literally three years ago. Uh, th- this is before I got long. That doesn't even look like you. that. I looks know. like a different guy. That's me. Well, I got out of the military, Shit, and I, I you're not allowed to grow facial hair. Yeah, dude. Were you driving a IROC Z at that time? Um, <laughs> I actually did. Used to have. <laughs> Not an IROC. Not an IROC. I had an 85 no, Trans Am. Nice. No, that's the same, dude. There. Well, that's cool. Nice. Holy shit, man. That doesn't even look like... That wow. looks... You, mean, yeah, you can tell. That, that looks like a 40-year-old man I, right there. And this is such great podcasting, but that's so funny. Uh, 
Or and, and the thing I just is, I just keep showing pictures of these guys. Well, now you have now you have to post photos of this shit. Dude, too. that's actually fairly sweet. <laughs> that, yeah, the, I like the handlebars. Like yeah, 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 I got it. Got, he's got like the, the, the curl. It's the, curled the up. Mustache wax. It's, yep. it's all the little handlebars <laughs> and curled up at the ends. Yeah, you'll have to post that. Shit. That does not even fucking look like. Yeah, maybe if yeah. maybe if Emily allows it, I'll grow back the handlebars. If you honestly, oh, if you were to post that, I would not even fucking recognize you. It doesn't even look like you at all. Yeah. And I can't really make fun of you because I've I've kind of like I mean I mean I know you're Irish too but like my Irish is all leprechaun sideburns yeah I've got I've got like the, the Asian sort of style three hair goatee <laughs> the summer beard yeah. summer here summer, summer here, here. Summer there. yeah exactly or yeah. there you go it's even uh, me with a goatee when I was on terminal leave from the military waiting to get picked up as a civilian that one looks a little bit more like you but still i wouldn't yeah like if, if somebody yeah, showed me that picture growth, and said yeah. who is this I, yeah I but i'm like 24 in that photo nice yeah well, <laughs> yeah you look much older than 24 in that photo wow, yeah so you age well man or i should just stop showing pictures of you guys because there's me at like 20 you look russian yeah a little bit i look because i'm 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 trying to give that I'm in Iraq, and this is my stern face. This is this is my badass face. Then you go to then you go to. This is me in Iraq. I like to play jokes. Don't be me with a don't be pussy. Me in a porta potty with a roll of toilet paper on my M16. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we should probably move on to something more interesting for the listeners. Well, all right. Well, and I I wanted to say so so you said you you adopted the the. Label of atheist when you were twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. What benefit has that provided you at all? Uh I don't know, but it, it's at work it's brought more people going, Well, you're just an atheist sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes it's a little bit of strife and sometimes it, it brought out like I said my aunt Wait, really mean? hard like it'll be around Christmas and people are like, Why the fuck do you care? You're just an atheist. Oh. Like if there's something that's going on in the news, okay. like like if there's a story about the Pope Hiding child molesters, and I go off on a rant like, "Why do you care? You're an atheist." Sort of a way to discredit your opinion. Pretty much saying, yeah. well, "You're just an atheist, so why do you even have an opinion on it? You well, should no, have actually, an opinion I about it." More than you do, because yeah. But still, people at work still kind of go with the uh, "You're an atheist. You don't believe in anything." Oh, Ugh. I'm like, no, you motherfucker! <laughs> I believe in a whole lot of shit. Yeah, have you just have not you, a god? Have you asked me? Yeah, and I've, I've done it. I've, I've talked to people at work. I had There's one guy that I work with who I call him uh, culturally Mormon. And I think I brought that up before where he's mm-hmm. he drinks, he has fun, he's a great guy, but he always defends Mormonism, calls himself a Mormon. Yeah. But I'm like, no, you're culturally Mormon. I think we're still you're not actually in the Mormon. of that argument. Yeah. I know Dan's on one side of that. I think you're on the other, and I'm kind of – Well, I'm like, well, his, his whole family is Mormon, and his whole family's church yeah. is going Mormon. Mormon. He's Jack Mormon. He doesn't yeah. even go to church. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. He went on a mission, did all that stuff. I think I agree with that. He, he He's Jack Mormon. Yeah. He believes it, but he doesn't do it. He doesn't no. believe it enough. Well, he doesn't do even it. believe it. He doesn't know what his religion teaches him. Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he wouldn't – yeah. I, he, he's Mormon for the sake of his parents. He's, he's, he's a, a, a non-chapel chapel Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I even had a talk yeah. with him one day. And I, 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 he's a, he's a, he's a, he's homophobic, but towards all the stuff like the gay stuff in the media. And I kind of bring it up, and I, I've even said to him before, I'm like, when did you decide to be straight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole you, gay is a choice yeah. thing. Yeah. He's like, well, gay's yeah. not. You just, you just, yeah. You choose to be. They choose to be gay, and it's, and it's, it's disgusting. And I'm like, I love that. That's my favorite thing that. That's my favorite thing to say to people when they what, say that being yeah. gay is a choice. Yep. Like, oh, when, it's a choice. Easy. Well, when did you, you choose, choose to date? 
people of the opposite sex yeah. exclusively to set aside your attraction for other right. men so yeah. you were, you were and born, just date yeah. women. When did you decide to set aside yep. your attraction for yep. other men and date yep. women exclusively? Yeah, exactly. And then it's and like, oh. oh. It's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Only if you're like, well, vagina's disgusting. So mm-hmm. when did you decide to put that, you know, yeah. When did you decide to think that was, you know. Yeah. But he's one of those guys that work now that won't, like, question the I'm not saying it is. Thing, I'm though, just too. saying that. Yeah. But that's okay if you think that. Yeah, the, the gay is a choice thing is – No, is, it's yeah. It's always so fun stupid. for me whenever yeah, yeah. anybody says that. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I, well, when he, did you? <laughs> he's, he's putting his hands together like uh, patty cake. Like sort of, yeah, patty caking. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like at the live show with his, with his robot Jason, <laughs> which nobody saw unless you were at the show. But the only – like my aunt came out hardcore like – going at me with crazy like questions like, well, how can you believe that? How can you not believe this? How can this not be true? How can this not be true? Yeah. And this is when I was like, before I really got reading into stuff, I was like, well, and I had very childish answers of just being like, well, fuck it just you. doesn't make fuck any fuck sense. You. Yeah. yeah. Like, then I didn't like now I'd have more to back it up with and more to kind of go, well, I, well, I don't have really have a so, scenario. So in you place, say that your aunt, is this your mom's sister? My mom's sister. sister. Okay. So, yeah, so if your mom wasn't really raised raised with religion, how did your aunt? Do? I I don't know if this I I I know the reason why. Yeah, and I'm not supposed to know the reason why. Oh, well, is it one of those born again Christian because they really fucked up things? Because someone fucked up. Well, yeah, let's not air it. I mean, so yeah. so that's something that I probably would. Yeah, let's not. Like yeah. I don't even know if my let's not air it. No, you're good. Yeah, we'll yeah. Move on. So, but she would always be be going at me and stuff, and and I remember. It's it's well this is kind of a little off that but my brother got married four or five years ago and his wife she's not he's my brother's basically an atheist he had no religious significance whatsoever in his wedding he got married by his best friend we had a live rock band playing the wedding and stuff and it was just a big party yeah uh, a very formal party it was really nice and elegant but it was a party but uh. Like two years ago, he sends me this picture at Christmas where he had to go spend Christmas with her family, who's religious, and they're in the church. And he, he puts this, took a picture of the ceiling and just got a huge crucified Jesus like hanging from the <laughs> ceiling for midnight mass. And he's like, "Zombie Jesus is coming." <laughs> I'm like, "Get him!" <laughs> well, put well, him back up. When I, I only asked because I know, yeah. I know a lot of people who are like. Born again Christians who the only reason they're born again Christians is because they fucked up so fucking terribly in their life that they feel the only way that they can obtain salvation yeah. and and forgiveness for the horrible fucking things they've done is to be super Christian now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't know how many people I know who were fucking drug addicts, who cheated on their wives multiple times, who beat their children, who stole from their companies, who did, you know, just really fucking horrible, terrible things who are now like super Christian. Yeah, right. And it's, it's, you know, I found Jesus and it turned my life around. And that's what, that's what religion is to me. It's, it's selling you, it's selling an idea you cannot prove. It's selling you something you can't back up. Well, I mean... It's it's a, it's a solution to a problem they've created. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really what it is. Yeah, it is. That's why I love the whole thing. The of, idea of sin, I don't I don't accept it at all. But but they sell sin, and then the and then the solution to it. And sin sin ultimately the definition of it is an offense to God. Yeah. I don't accept sin at all. But they sell that as the problem. Yeah, well, you're a sinner. Forgi- forgiveness uh, is the pro- is the solution. Yeah, I, 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 I brought up to work that. one yeah. day when I said, well, if God's omni beloved. Mm-hmm. Om, omni benevolent, benevolent, uh-huh. and omni like present. Yep. 
how do you how do you, how, why is there hell and he's like yep. what, what do those words mean <laughs> why why is there even salvation omni what but it's kind of going but if you believe that's how god works and you go well then i like this the line where it goes he obviously knew what he was doing when he created sin he knew there would be a hell and he knew he would be sending it to it yep how the fuck is that someone that's a good guy yeah, yeah. he's the one who created a place for you to Burn for eternity. And created evil. And yes, I mean, yeah. It's the problem of evil, yeah. I'm like, Satan isn't the bad guy. God's the fucking bad guy. Satan's just the guy that got put in charge of the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that got the fucking shitty hotel. <laughs> I remember thinking that when I was really young, you know? Like, what if this, you know, when I was, when I still believed that there were powers out there, you know, what if this whole, quote, test is to see who's actually smart enough to follow Satan? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it sounds crazy, but, you know, I remember th- I remember thinking about that in bed when I was 11 or 12. I'm like, what if that's the real test about this whole like thing? Like, Satan didn't create yeah. evil. No, he didn't He didn't cause all these problems. He's the one that got sent there. And and really, why would Satan torture me forever in hell if, if I'm doing boy. what he wants me right, to do? Yeah. He'd be, like, rewarding me. I'm his boy. You mm-hmm. know, that's... You're doing an awesome job, well, dude. You're going to be rewarded. Well, the, the, I mean, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't even think about that because the fact is, there's no evidence at all to suggest that Satan even runs a place like that. Yeah, it's just said that he does. Well, yeah, by he, his enemy, he well, has not written a book yet. And in order for yes, exactly. Yeah. And in order for Satan to rule a place like that, according to Christian theology, God would have had to have created hell. God would have had to have created Satan. God would have had to have created evil. God would have had to have condemned people to hell for being evil and then given dominion over hell to his ultimate enemy. Yep. But then I've heard people say, well, Satan was a fallen angel and he had his own will. Like, no. No. (laughs) You got the gods above them. God had to create the fucking angels too, you dipshit. (laughs) And he obviously would have known what all the angels were going to do in the first place. So why would he create one that's going to do something... Against well, him and become a fallen angel, and now he's going to have to send to this place. He's going to have to fucking create, to fucking put people that follow this guy and do sins that you fucking created. Yeah, that that's easily solved by I, w- I would say two questions, but one is sufficient. You say prove God is good, the good one. Mm-hmm. They can't do it. But second, um, well, that's all you need. <laughs> just, say, just say prove God's a good one. That's that's all you need to do. Well, according to the Bible, God says he's the no, good no, one. No, no, no. You can't use the Bible. But the Bible says yeah, he's yeah. the Bible says the Bible says the Bible says it's good. God yeah. had better PR people. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, everyone knows the Jews control but, the media. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been listening to a lot of Tim Mention lately, and it reminds me of the song "The Good Book." Like yeah, the, the, the good, good book's good, good because book, the book good, good book says so. Good book says yeah. <laughs> good book says a good book's good. Yep. <laughs> So uh, that was getting to know Ryan a yep. little bit better. If you have any questions for Ryan, send them in to godlessrevolution at gmail.com and, and we or, can answer them. If or, you have or, any questions about anything. Or jump on the Facebook and face the book us and uh, Face the book us. Face, face the, the book us. <laughs> we we face the book. Yeah. And we we're pretty good at responding too. I had somebody uh IM me from Gambia, West Africa the other day and talked to him for about twenty minutes, so yeah, Matt's great uncle died over there. They didn't know it was related to. <laughs> I've, I've had, I've had. Well, because I was the admin for the Facebook group for Atheists of Utah for for quite a while. Um, I've had a couple people 
you know, message me who are Christian or Muslim. And I showed you, Matt, last last week the the conversation I had with the Muslim who wanted to join yeah. the group. Yep. And you know, he really, really quickly exposed that Islam oh. is not a re- is not a religion of peace. Yep. <laughs> Didn't you post that one on Facebook? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did. I read that. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Was a, holy cow, man! Like, I I didn't I didn't like say anything that wasn't no. true or wasn't accurate, and right. he, he lost his shit. Yeah. I should clarify just before the the tacit connection is made here that the fellow from uh, Gambia that that contacted yeah. me was. Uh, a Muslim, but was in an absolutely no way trying to push, wasn't a scam. Put no, yeah, he wasn't a scam. wasn't trying to push religion. It was just a friendly conversation. Nice enough guy. Just a just a fellow that's struggling and hungry and and, and yeah, all. but not not connected in any way to what not proselytizing. No, or... no, no, just a nice guy. And we had a good chat. And... Yeah, that kind of reminds me a little bit. Saying the only time where I felt uncomfortable saying that I was an atheist was the last trip I did to Iraq was in 2009 and we were training Iraqi firefighters and we had we would they would bring their fire trucks over to our fire station we would fill their trucks with water and we just bullshit with them like they were actually really nice guys and we'd have good conversations with them and one day one of the guys asked me are you christian oh right right and right. I didn't know how I to remember. answer it that's kind of like well I'm not religious he's kind of like well how, what is not religious? Yeah, you're, that, either, that, you're either Christian, Jewish, or Muslim. Yeah, what else like, is what, there? What else is there? You have to believe in a God. And I was like, well, you don't have to. So I was kind of, I was kind of going a roundabout way of I'm saying. I'm thinking outside the box, yo. I don't believe there's a God. Like, I didn't actually tell him I don't believe there's a God. I was just kind of like, well, you know, I don't, I don't fall in line with those religions. I don't believe what those religions teach. And he was kind of confused about that. Like, how... What else is there? Is that a thing yeah, well, that just seems totally foreign? To coming me. from a place of total ignorance, though, I think a conversation like that might have um, quite a higher degree of cortisol and adrenaline in wartime than it well, would. This guy, just yeah. on the this guy lived on the base with yeah. us. This guy was oh, okay, but still, he was still, he was. I mean, he was working for the coalition forces. He was with us. He we were training them to take over the flight line, take over the runway, oh, okay. and to work with the Iraqi army. As our job, so when we would leave the country, they would be able right. to provide fire suppression and security. I'm just saying, to the I, base. Can, I can understand being a little tongue-tied in that situation. Yeah. Well, it was it was it's not, not like, It's not like being at Provo Pride. No, but it's <laughs> but it's, it's kind of yeah. it's, it's I'm, I'm trying to be respectful of yeah, his of course, of course, culture, yeah. his religion. Yeah. At the same time, is and they want like when they would do stuff with us, they weren't outly no. They would do their their prayers and stuff like that. But it was this is their country, and honestly, I thought it was kind of cool at night. Like yeah. you'd be outside at night, and you could hear yeah, all yeah. those prayer towers going off. And in a way, oh yeah, I thought I'm like it's it was a, it's a unique thing that you don't sure, get to sure, experience sure. in yeah. many in, countries yeah. besides be, that. Yeah. And it's kind of neat that. the yeah, call to prayer. See, I and yeah, see that. yeah. The, the only time when you worry is when cool. you're standing on top of the fire station. The wall to the base is literally like a hundred yards away, and you're looking right into the prayer tower going. I wonder if there's a guy in there with a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. That, that's, that's probably one of the only times because at work right now, everybody knows I'm the atheist. Yeah. And yeah. Pe- some people are like, yeah, dude, You're I don't You're the resident atheist, yeah. And that's why, which I'm going to see if I can't get even one from uh, that sticker from me this week. 
Uh, I had a guy ask me at work. He saw a sticker in the back of my car that said "Good Without God." Oh yeah, yeah. Remind me. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he's you like, "Dude, you where'd you get that sticker from?" I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm I do a podcast and stuff with uh, the guy who's used to be the president now of Atheist of Utah. And he's like, "What? That's a thing?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> he's like, "Cool, dude. I need one of those for my fucking beer fridge." I'm like, "Yeah, remind All right, me, I'll, remind I'll, me before I'll try you to go." Get you one. Yeah. So I'm like, every once in a while now at work, you know, people know I'm an atheist. People kind of are more open with going, "Yeah, dude." I don't believe in that shit either. Right. Some of them are like that. They won't do it in front of a crowd, but they might come to me personally yep. and say, "Well, and that's yeah. and and for me that was one of the that was one of the big benefits and more beautiful things about coming out as an atheist is that so many people who for one reason or for one reason or another are not publicly atheist but send me private messages saying, "Hey, I love what you're doing. Keep it up." I appreciate it. It makes it easier for everybody else. Hopefully one day I can come out, but I can't yeah. right now because of X, Y, and Z. But keep doing what you're doing. I really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. So I actually unfriended one of my coworkers on Facebook because at work he's like, dude, why do you always post that atheist shit? I'm like, don't you, look at it. You know, you don't have to fucking read it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, if you're so fucking sick and tired of looking at my atheist shit... No longer friends on Facebook. There Boom. you go. You don't get a fucking look at it. Why do you post your Mormon shit? Bitch? Well, he wasn't even Mormon. He's not even. Wow. He he hates Mormonism too. His kid when became a Mormon. He's like, things are fucking cult. Those fucking Mormons. He couldn't even go to his own kid's wedding. Yeah, that's sad. All right, well, so that but, was the getting to know Ryan. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll move on to news bits. If I mean, I mean, I'll I'll do next week. But I'm happy to relinquish any time to. To Ryan for any unfinished business about his story, which is probably far more interesting than mine. Nah, just you're good. Thirty ex military and the foxhole atheist, foxhole <laughs> and the yeah. atheist foxhole dude, atheist in the foxhole, which I love. Or bunker, we had more bunkers than foxholes. It was, it was kind of funny. So, atheist in the bunghole. It's perfect. So no bunk. Oh, bunk bunker. Oh. <laughs> at my at my uncle's funeral service, you know, it, it was just a grade side service because he. You know, was pretty much born and raised in Brigham City, but then it moved to St. George. And so they had a a church service in St. George when he died. And then they, you know, shipped his body up, up to Brigham City to be interred in the cemetery there in Brigham City. And I found out a lot of really cool stuff that I didn't even know about my uncle. Like, I, I, I found out that he was one of the chosen few of the chosen reservoir in, in the Korean War. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... Um, That's a big deal. Oh yeah, well, my my ex father in law was one of the chosen few. I mean, his his name okay. is on monuments at Hill Air Force Base, okay. and he's in books and everything. And I thought, shit, you know, this is something I never even knew yeah. about my uncle. So that was kind of cool to learn. And then, so so that was cool to learn. And then it was it was funny slash sad to see to see the honor guard out there. I mean, it were it was these guys who were obviously well into their seventies or older. Uh, so they weren't the hit because when they when they went to do the twenty one gun salute, like it was it was you know, and they had representatives from all four branches of service. Okay. Um, but when they went to do the when they went to do the gun salute, it was these guys who could barely even raise the rifle, like it was, you know, the recoil of the blank. Yeah, it was. It was ass. like it was like you know, ready arms, and they and they they get it, and it was. Aim and you know, there's like one guy aiming like halfway at the ground, <laughs> another guy's aiming way up, and another uh, guy's aiming aiming like level at everybody else in the crowd, and you know everybody's kind of flinching a little <laughs> bit, but you know they were set off a little bit, and of course they're just blanks, but yeah, you know then they fire and it's you know almost knocking these old guys on their asses, just even the blanks, and it was just it was kind of funny, sad. It was it was 
it was tragic-sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if, and if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and don't know about the Chosan, Chosan, Reservoir, Chosan Reservoir battle during the Korean War... You should do some Googling on that shit. It go was look fucking it up. crazy. It's, it's cold. It was... I, I think that was my, in line with a lot of the big major World War II battles what my, those guys had yeah, to go my, through. My ex-father-in-law, mm-hmm. my yeah. ex-father-in-law was zipped up into a body bag because they thought he was dead. Oh jeez! I've oh, seen. Yeah. I saw. I saw an old documentary probably seven years ago talking about how fucking cold it was oh, there. Yeah. yeah. With the wind chill, yeah, it was Bastone like Stone was cold. With the wind chill, it was like minus one hundred and thirty mm-hmm. fucking degrees. And they show these guys in their Where? tiny little fucking at Chosin Reservoir. They show the, they show these Marines in their tiny little fucking BDUs mm-hmm. sleeping with snow on their faces, man, and then. They had to march from Chosin Reservoir. This is when the Chinese joined the Korean War and basically surrounded these Marines at Chosin Reservoir. These Marines had to retreat away from there and marched for, I think it was like 72 hours straight. 72 fucking hours walking. Slogging through in, snow, wind In drifts. negative fucking degree mm-hmm. temperatures. No stopping, no resting, just amazing shit. I can't like even... When, I can't even walk through 72 yeah. holes. I can't even I can't even it's <laughs> it's not it's not something I can even fucking think of consciously like yeah. people it, always it was think terrible. of uh Bastogne during the Battle of the Bulge where they had the winter battle there and they it's a whole long part in the uh uh Band of Brothers but you know that was the winter battle where those guys were freezing in those trenches they had the wrong uniforms they had the wrong boots everything they had the wrong gear on Dude, but that to- was like just see, just, just seeing the shit that these people the were wearing. Oh, well, yeah. and he had frostbite, so he was zipped up into a body bag, woke up in the back of a truck in the body bag. Basically, the body bag being in the sun warmed him enough to 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 wake him up, and you know struggled out of the body bag. Everybody freaked out, and then he had frostbite from his knees down. Yeah. When they shipped him off to hospital, they were planning on amputating his legs from the knees down, and he talked them out of doing so but i mean his legs were really really discolored from the leg from yeah. the knees down and i mean all kinds of problems but mm. yeah just i i can't like the things that those men went through wow yeah. and lived through is way worse than some of those i mean not discrediting anything that happened to people and say vietnam or world war ii or even no, world war I, I mean, one shit, dude, but that any- battle there is a it's a very few yeah, people war, know about war it is ugly, not taught sure. well about but those, what they endured going through that. And well, and they say the Korean War is the Forgotten War, yeah, and yeah, it basically yeah. is. I mean, nobody really talks about it unless yeah. you know somebody who fought in the Korean mm-hmm. War and are, and have heard their stories. I don't. Yeah, I don't give a shit, man. I mean, any anybody who's been in any, any skirmish or military action, or I mean, I've never done it. So what can I say? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just enjoy all the freedoms that they've that they've sacrificed for. Yeah, you know, and including Ryan, and he's here with us. But still, I mean, you know, I wanted to. I tried to sign up a few times; they wouldn't have me. But uh, I, I actually know. signed up when I was seventeen. Yeah, I tried. I was a juvenile record, and they weren't yeah. interested. But you know, it, well, anyway. I was colorblind with bad knees. But anyway, still, yeah, appreciate all that. Should we hit some newsies? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, got some newsies. Uh, yeah, we'll start with this one. At a Western Conservative Summit this last week, Sarah Palin drunkenly doubled down on her calls for impeachment after a string of word soup tailored together from past conservative talking points. 
Am I being critical? This, um, gosh, I need to source these better. Uh, this is not me speaking. Um, am I being critical of Palin's intelligence while she stumbles through this 30 minutes speech by calling her quote drunken? No, I do believe that Palin is 99% moron, but this one appears to be a moron that had a few too many to drink that evening before she got up to speak, uh, for their speaking engagement. Did you see the Did you see the video? On this? I, I I haven't. I oh. mean, I don't know if I could sit through thirty minutes of Sarah no, Palin I, talking. I, and I I skimmed through it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it, I, but, I honestly hope Sarah Palin runs as a Tea Party conservative. Yeah, and splits up that Republican Party. I, that'd be great. I, I'm maybe I, I I don't see it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure Governor Goodhair, Rick Perry <laughs> in Texas, he he probably will. I think he'll run. I I don't think he's got a. I think his chances are just I, – I, I, I think Palin is almost a hero to some of these right-wing oh, for sure. conservatives. Just like Perry and uh, the guy in text. Cruz. Uh, Cruz. Yeah, Cruz, Cruz I think will run. I think Romney will run. You think he's going to? You think Romney will run again? I think so. I've heard talks. I don't know if he's got the balls to lose a third time. Um, well, he, he is I – think, I think he's arrogant enough to think that, that he can win it this time. I think, he said after the last one that he wouldn't ever again, but it wouldn't be the first time that he's flip-flopped on something. Yeah, I think he will because all the polls show that he'd be so far ahead in a conservative vote. that So far ahead of any of the other conservatives yeah, who would possibly Palin run? Yeah, and Cruz and, um, and Perry. Christie, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Perry, I can't imagine why he would fucking run again. I like, think he will. That guy's, that guy's a moron. Well, we're talking about Palin now, and I, and I, he was asking me if I think she'd run. And I, you know, maybe, but I think she'd be below Perry even. I think Perry will run before oh, yeah. she does. And Cruz will run, I think. And If I, Sarah I mean, Palin runs, it would be just to raise some money. Well, I was wondering if she would run because I've heard talk of her wanting to yeah, split yeah. off and do the, the Tea Party. To well, make, she's to form a third party. Well, and she's, I, I no, she she's does. already Tea Party, and so is so is Cruz, and so is Perry. Well, I mean, well, right, I mean, right like now, Tea Party to creates a completely separate party. party. A more far right, yeah. Well, completely no, well, right separate now, splinter or split yeah, splinter the off Republican from the Republicans. Party. So you'd have a Democratic Party, a Republican Party, and a Tea Party. I would love that. Has that? Has there ever been a conservative party? I mean, I mean, a party that conservative in the history of? I mean, uh. I mean, well, I don't, I don't I mean, know. My... Some of the monarchies, maybe. You mean like in the history of the United States? Has there ever well, been a, I, a party I that say, conservative? I would say probably not in the United States. I, I just think it would be beautiful. It I would, would love for that to happen. It would well, be a good comedy show. I'll get some it would popcorn. be like it would be like the Green Party on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about splintering the fucking vote. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I would love no that. Shit. Well, and and you see it, you see it in in all kinds of fucking uh, uh, primary votes and everything for. These these Tea Party Republicans who win the primary and then get fucking slaughtered in the yeah, general, general election because they're so fucking crazy. Yeah, they think they're representing the majority of Americans and they're not. No, they're that no. fucking. When people polluted. actually no. hear what comes out of their mouths oh, unfiltered, yeah. it's they're, like what what oh. they're representing is their little neighborhood in the in the Midwest or the Deep South, in the land of the lost. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go on with this article then. Um, did you happen to Dan? Did you happen to see that that drunken? Speech that thirty-minute speech that Palin gave at the uh, the Western Conservative Summit. I didn't watch it. Is this the one where she was also calling for Obama's impeachment yep. Uh, yep. again? Yeah. All right. I've seen the headlines, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the. I, 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 I didn't get to watch the whole speech. Well, I, you, I didn't you, feel you like putting to. myself through no, that yeah, amount of torture. To. I'll go on. Um, her speech didn't ever 
cover a single issue, but instead turn Tea Party talking points into a macabre uh, poetry slam competition. Palin says absolutely nothing of substance in her speech aside from her general feelings about society and her hatred of the other side of, of politics. Has she ever said anything of substance? Nope. I mean, honestly. Yeah, no. Objectively, honestly, standing by as a third-party participant, has she ever said anything of substance? I, I believe not. Anything that some fucking dipshit sitting on his couch hasn't said before, like something that was revolutionary, something that would, you know, rally everybody behind her that wasn't completely fucking batshit insane? No. No. But she says it with a weird accent. <laughs> and yeah. she's and she's so attractive. Uh, Which is weird, because... <laughs> She she's she does have kind of a midwesterny sort of accent, but in Alaska, yeah. Um, but it goes on to say that the only thing that seems certain that seems certain in Palin's world is that Obama is evil, and facts are relative. Her drive towards impeachment in the drunken speech strings together random accusations as public facts, uh, most of which have been debunked. Palin even mentions the 2008 quote loophole signed by former President Bush to give refugee status to children as a reason to impeach Obama. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, and, and this, this whole migration of busloads of immigrant children as being a, shouted at by fucking assholes on the yeah. side of the road. Well, and not only that, but, but also being touted as quote, a plan by Obama no. to gain more voters. Yeah, because those children are going to be able to vote. Illegal yeah. children. Illegal are immigrant able, are children gonna, are going to be able to vote for someone who's already served two terms. I, I I've been looking at this whole, not to stray from this too far, but talking about the the children immigration thing. Yeah, thinking of a far wider stretch of bad with this. It has nothing to do with Obama saying you got these drug cartels that are basically telling these families, hey, guess what. If we take your child across the border, he they can stay in the U.S. and they can't do anything about it. And the family's like, "Okay, I need to get my kids out of here." They're saying that the U.S. Trying to right now is harboring children, trying to protect the children, and the cartels feeding off of that. And like, so right now we got our borders yeah. being flooded with all these kids that are being parents are paying like four thousand dollars per kid to get them across the border to drug I mean, cartels, getting together everything they own. Just yep. to just to hopefully try to provide their children a better life than they yeah, have. A, yeah, to make a better life for their kids. And I, you know, I mean, if you're if you're liberal or or conservative or whatever, who everybody ask yourself, would you do that for your? Would you make a better life for your children than you had? Oh yeah, of course, Fuck everyone yeah. would say yes. That's the goal of every decent parent on earth. But I I, I think if this is another another bad side of this is. If if you want to win a battle, you want to flood as many people towards your enemy as possible. Distract them, get them all sure. messed up. Sure. So if they're going to flood this, the drug cartels with their coyotes running these people across the borders, occupying all of our border patrol agents to wrangle these kids up, try to do something, try to figure out a problem. All at the same time, they're just like, guess what? Now we got free reign to run our fucking drugs across. Yeah, well, yeah. And that gets into the whole problem well, that, of the of the drug war yeah. in general. But that, that's I, I I see this whole the whole kid problem as possibly a, in my mind a tactic by the cartels to try to flood the borders with a big immigration problem that they're trying to focus on us sort of taking of the, uh, taking attention away from the tunnels and the drugs and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you know, realistically, who gives a shit about drugs for right now? I mean, we're talking about we're talking about homeless children who are as far as we know, orphans from 
countries where, you know, they may get a few grains of rice a month. Yeah, for all yeah. intents and purposes, for they're some, orphaned. You know, I mean, they're they're yeah, sent exactly. to for a foreign land by themselves. And then we've we've got a whole group of people like fucking Rick Perry and Sean Hannity oh, yeah. who are going to team together and oh. border and ride boats with fucking machine guns. And Rick Perry, who who he figures that the mistake he made in the primary was being too soft on immigration, and so now he's taking this hard stance against it. Yeah. Okay. So at one point you were more of a human being than you fucking are now. Yeah, yeah. Here's, and he thinks that's going to win him any more votes. Here's what I love about Rick Perry. He's like, "Why didn't you come down and defend the border? Defend the border? Defend the border?" It's like, Rick Perry, it's your fucking border. It's your fucking yeah, state. I mean, part, <laughs> partly, and that's fine. But would but you I mean, like federal assistance in doing this, Rick Perry? No, because you're a conservative <laughs> and deny all federal fucking assistance. Yeah, well, you fucking got yeah. You know, anyway, but. But to finish my point is, I, the, the whole thing is, you can, dry, you can draw arbitrary border lines wherever the fuck you want. But the point is, you have innocent kids who, know, oh, yeah. who don't know shit about anything that are basically being shipped by people they don't know from parents they don't know they even have. And they're well, coming across and they're meeting fucking machine guns from stupid it, Tea it, Party concerns. No, fuck no, you. No, no, no. I was yeah. just going to say. stupid assholes put on the side of the road shouting at them. No, put it what? in the perspective of you have, you have a kid. You live in a war-torn. No, that's what I'm saying. You have a yes. kid. You live in a war-torn neighborhood. That neighborhood shit. You got cartels coming through there and through there. You fucking work for us and you work our shit yeah. or we're going to fucking kill you. And you got this opportunity. Not just you, but your entire family. Your entire family. And, your, and you got we'll the opportunity to say. Or, and kill your. Yeah, no. or, or, or you get the option to say, I can send my kid here away from this shit. Look, I'm, I'm on your side. My, yeah. my point is that these They're guys, not are, looking these at guys are looking at it in such a selfish way that it drives me crazy. Yeah. You know, what, what real economic problem. Are these kids going to cause to the to the? I mean, well, they're taking all the jobs. Oh well, no. yeah, I really wanted to work at a car wash. I really wanted to work at a gas. You know, fuck that shit. They're well, a drain on our health system, bringing over all of these diseases. You know, that's what? bullshit. The thing is, kids, and the, the sh- they don't know anything. No, the shitty thing is, is most of these kids will end up going back at yeah. best, at best. Yeah, or being held in run-down military bases that are being reopened, detention centers. Yeah. yeah. They'll be in detention centers and foster homes and, you know, anyway, let me continue with this article. Which even at that is probably better than the environment that they're coming from. They're already in. I have a lot to say on foster homes, too, but we'll (laughs) we'll have that on. Yeah. Uh, I just, can I just say, I just feel bad for immigrant kids that are. That are being pushed over yeah, the board. Yeah, I, I think that's, have a, no that's a unanimous thing. And, yeah. and for the parents that are trying to make a better life for their kids than they had, and I, and I think that those kids deserve the best life the world has to offer. Any kid from any country, anywhere. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my say, and everyone's nodding. So and how, and how, how patriotic would these kids be? How much would yeah. they love the United yes. States? How much would they, what a great would they want point. to contribute to the yeah. United States? Knowing that it, that this was the one place that accepted them With and provided arms, them shelter yes, yeah, and loved them, them and, and gave them an opportunity yep, to be a better person yep. that and, to, to, and to contribute them. versus living in a fucking war yep. zone, basically. Even even just to give them the minimal of what's left of the American dream. Yeah. 
just just a basic paying steady job that allows them to have a partner and not live can, in fear you know, their entire yes. fucking life. Yeah, exactly. What a fucking great point. Yeah, I unless they go to, to Detroit. Me, Thanks. Yeah. Well, okay, fine, fair enough. But but yeah, no, that's that that what Dan just said yeah. is still available mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a part of the American. Yes, what a great fucking exactly. Why are we not doing that? Instead, we, we treat not- these young children as terrorists. And treat them horribly, and treat them like they're waste, and then they're going to go sent back. To their then they go and back, and how? Horrible, and how? What kind of opinion idea. will they have of the United States after that? And they're mm-hmm. going to become the worst cartel members, right? That, yeah. that fight. Yeah. You know what? I thought this was going to be kind of a. That's funny how. That's how you raise terrorists. This was going to be a little fun article about a drunk Sarah Palin, but that part is fun. No, I know, but 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 what she's talking about there is this, it's a that, rather serious topic. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, uh, it goes on. Uh, the only thing that seems certain in Palin's world is that Obama is evil and facts are relative. Her drive towards impeachment in this drunken speech strings together random accusations as public facts, most of which have been debunked. Palin, oh, okay, so I already read all that. Yep. Um, the video is about 30 minutes long of, quote, are you fucking kidding me? Um, that's only toft, topped off by the introduction to Palin, which labels her as, quote, the most influential woman in history, in the history of the Republican Party. Wow. It says. That's, how many which, times? Which is not surprising because the they, most influential never women. Had women. Yeah. 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 I just want to know does it say how many times she said Benghazi? And that, it just, it, yeah, and the final sentence is that doesn't help the Republicans in their defense of the, quote, war on women at all. No. Um,. Can I? One, yeah, I was just gonna break. I brought up the Benghazi thing because I had a little fact on my phone. Are you segueing? No, I'm not segueing at all with this one because okay. it would have been better. Uh, because if you were, I would have ruined it. But anyway. no, because <laughs> by asking, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've heard that as that as being one of the reasons why they want to impeach Obama is because of the whole Benghazi thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, sixty people that, that died in U.S. embassy attacks underneath George Bush. Mm-hmm. Not ever was there a tribunal a (laughs) congress session a two years of fox news saying benghazi or the one of the 15 places that got blown up while george bush was in office yep they didn't give a fuck about it yeah we have one incident on a day which would have been synonymous with having any terrorist attack happening a embassy attacked and people died yeah yes it's sad i've been spending a lot of time (sighs) trying to decide exactly why Obama is so disliked, so targeted, you know, I mean, more than, more than other, more than Clinton was, you know, Clinton, Clinton was pretty heavily targeted, but I think Obama, Obama has done way less. Oh yeah. And has received, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, he's, he's been, let's see, what is the one distinguishing feature? Yes. Um, um, President Obama. Well, versus, they were all, they were all men versus any other. He's around the average age for a president, dude. Yeah. Look, oh, I'll t- I'll tell you what. He's getting to have more white hair. Every that's year. that's that's pretty average. Clinton Clinton was pretty smooth. Yeah. He was a great speaker. I and did he not was, have sexual relations was, with that woman. And he was phenomenal um, in improv and spontaneous speeches. And he played where, saxophone. Where both both the butch- bushes. Were horrible, miserably. Right at that, um, Ob- I, I, Obama. I, I, I might... think Bush Senior was better. Bush Junior, yeah, yeah was... absolutely. Ooh. Yeah, Bush Senior was better, but not as smooth as Clinton. 
No. But Obama might be even better than Clinton at that. And the guy is so charismatic. He, he's, he's good so at improv he He's so yeah. confident. Mm-hmm. He's so smooth. He's a good-looking guy. And it's feared. He's, but he's black. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Our first he's black. black president. Yeah. That's what the it is. The one distinguishing feature. That's the only feature. thing, and that drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. That uh, drives well, me it's... fucking crazy, because he would be such a great president if they would let him do his thing. I don't know if, if it's just because he's an African-American president or well, if, I, he's I, a liberal too, and that that has that's, to weigh, that's what I was that, going more with. That has to weigh in on it, but you have to compare him to Clinton because there's so many similarities. Well, I, I'm just going with but but the the, the divide. Clinton was never stifled to the degree that Obama. But the is. divide when he was a president no, wasn't as bad as it is I, now. I'm I'm I, yeah, but look at how many uh, times okay. he's well, but I mean, it's, it's the divide attacked. that is created because Obama is president. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I know when he when he first took office, the Republican Party said we are going to do everything in our power to ruin his to presidency. Make sure yeah, he doesn't get anything done. We are not, yeah. Yeah. And you and you had the you Republicans coming out in droves saying we're going to make sure that he's a one term president. Yeah, right. Didn't and now that but, he's not, it's it's still they're just they're being obstructionist. They're not. Yep. I, I think I think Obama's greatest failing is that he's tried to work too much across the aisle. Yeah. Well, he hasn't just enough. said you know what, fuck you guys. I'm going to do whatever I want, and, yeah. or yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can yeah. that's within my power to make this a better country for everybody, even though you're sitting on your fucking hands and not doing a goddamn thing. Yeah, but you, you know, and the thing, the thing that's different about Obama is that you, you see this kind of uh, vitriol all the way through the ranks of the Republican Party. It goes down to the, to the, to the citizen dumbass mm-hmm. Tea Party voters. That we have around here, in, at least in Utah County. And I get a lot of this from my son, who lives with a Tea Party mother. And I tend to be more of a liberal Democrat on, on my end. And I happen to like Obama. I do, too. And I, I think there's a lot more that he could do that he... And, and there's yeah, a lot of things I, that he okay. should have done differently. Fair enough. But, I, but I'm not I still gonna, love I, the dude. I, not, I think he's I'm a good gonna, dude. I'm not going to... You know, I'm not willing to count all of his faults and I say, think, well, here's what... You know, but at the, but at the same time, there's a lot more he... he I think but, his yeah, biggest I, problem is he's he's he has in his mind this idyllic state of of being able to be a Lincolnian president... <laughs> But not not giving not giving enough weight to the fact that he's working with a bunch of fucking assholes. Wait, but wait, wait a he's tried to he's tried to draw people from both sides of the aisle too much. Instead of just saying this is the way it's going to be, if you and if you don't like it, then fuck you, step aside. Okay, I'm going to work to make this a better country, and if you're not going to work with me, then shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I think that's what makes a great president great, as long as the rest of the, the the groups of the United States government are willing to work for the good of the country. Yeah, and yeah. with and obviously and they're not. When, no. no, hold on, let me go here for a second because you guys have. But with Obama, they've been against him from the beginning yes. because of these differences. They've said, "I'm going to stop you no matter fucking what. I'm going to put everything I have into stopping you from doing the greater good." And 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 he's had more opposition than any other president in the history of this country Correct. in doing everything he wants to do. Now I understand your criticism of him wanting to play both sides of it, but at the same time, if if he was given the freedom that a Clinton was or that a Kennedy was or any of the other great Democratic presidents we've had, 
he would have been hands down the greatest president we've seen in a long time. Absolutely. But the fact is everybody's so fucking dead set against him because of these things. And, and I would say a big majority of that is because of he's because he's black. Well, yeah, or, absolutely. Or he's part black. He's yeah, not even absolutely. all black. Yeah. And so, and so the fact is Obama himself has, and I've told my son this too. You, you just wait, you're 13 now, Right. And and this is something I hate doing, and I've told him that I like I don't want to be the guy that says you'll understand when you're older. Yeah, but that this sucks, is right? I know, I know. But I and I told him that I prefaced it that way. I said I don't I don't do this very often with you, but this is one thing I'm going to say when when shit goes down and and you start to have a family, or whatever, you know, everyone's going to look back and say that Obama, what what he did for this country, you know, the changes he made, what he could have done, what who he was. This this guy yeah. had the opportunity and lost it. No, are you going that way? No, or? no, no. It doesn't even matter now. But I'm just saying, the guy he is, the way he handles handles himself, the things he's done, the way he's tried to play both sides, I think is going to go down as favorable for this guy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and yeah. I think people are going to look back on him once once this racial bullshit tension slides to obscurity. People are going to look back and say, yeah. The first black president, first partially black president, whatever. It doesn't matter. Obama, you know, handling the Congress that he was dealt did a fucking fantastic job. He kept the United States stable. In fact, improved it in the face yeah. of John Boehner, in the face yeah. of John McCain. Improved it in the, in the face, face of, of all Sarah of the Palin, opposition in the that face he has of faced Michelle with. Bachmann, yeah. In the face of Ted Cruz, yeah. in the face of, of, of Ryan and, and um, uh, uh, Rubio and all this bullshit. Everyone's going to look back and say Obama, Kennedy, Lincoln, Washington were the best yeah. presidents this, this country's ever seen. I think so. One of the all talking right. points I seem to hate. No, I totally is, agree. And, I, and I've been hearing it. I actually heard it at work the other day where people said, uh, people are saying, we don't apologize. We're America. We're the greatest country on earth. I'm nope. like, no, we're not the greatest country. You know what? No, it takes no. a lot more humility to apologize for something you did wrong than just to go, eh, sorry, we did it. Fucking deal with it. Yeah. It takes it takes a way bigger man to go, you know what? Yeah. I'm not the one who caused this problem, but guess what? We apologize. We made a mistake. And how can we I'm work to sorry. fix it? Sorry. Are we yeah. better are we better than Sweden who's closing prisons right now because of the way that their politics yeah. work and that's, and that they, they just don't have enough people to house them? That's why are I we better than that country no. with with 3.2 million prisoners in this country? I think we got more yeah. than that. Because we've pri- no, well, is that what maybe, was it 3.2? 3.2, that's a tenth of the population. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah because yeah. of the privatized prison mm-hmm. complex. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. I mean, there's a lot better countries than the United States right now. Yeah, I, I think we're just big and we're big bullies. People, American get, people exceptionalism is a fading and failing ideal. We are not the greatest country. We're, no, earth. we're definitely we, not. we can be a lot better. We're, we're and the, striving to be something better is something everyone should do. We always had when we would go places. We always had something that we always say we want to leave it better than we found it. Right. Yep. Right. If you if you go some like we, we, if we went to another right. country. And we would try to build stuff, improve stuff. Like you, you leave it better than you found it. That's just, how I think that's, that's what a president just, should do. Just like W's, office. just like W's philosophy on Iraq. 
Oh no, you didn't leave it better. <laughs> no, he, he absolutely didn't. And it, and it, well, and, was, and going was, back to your hey, point, that's exactly hey guys, how. Hey that's guys, how, that was a joke, guys. <laughs> and that's exactly how I treat anything and everything. I mean, if if I borrow somebody's truck, yeah, I fill the fucking gas tank exactly, before I take yes, it back to them. Yeah, I exactly. I leave it in better condition than what you, they gave it yep. to me. They did. What they you get, should they, do. They they. <laughs> They did a favor for me, yep. and mm-hmm. I returned something yep. to them in better condition than, than that which I found it. See, I don't believe in karma, but to me, that's how karma works. If, if I borrowed your truck every weekend for something, and I didn't put gas back in it, eventually it'd be like, I'm not going to let him borrow that truck anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to help him out. Why, would I, why should I help that person if they're not doing anything in return for me? Yeah. If we as a country kind of admit, yes, we made mistakes, but guess what? We want to help. We want to improve it. We want to fix this. Other countries might be going, you know what? Remember that time America fucking manned up and said, we made a mistake? Well, they need help now. Yeah. yeah. But, Let's help them. But we have 200 countries that are saying, remember when America fucked us? You know, but, the th- but here's, here's the point. Let me, let me bring this back a little bit. Um, we all agree that's the right way to do it. And I think most of the citizens of the United States – Agree that that's the way to behave. We have me one of those beers. The problem is, um, <laughs> the problem is that the people who thank you, sir, the people who probably who represent our country um, have not been behaving that way, and so the rest of the world gets this impression that Americans are douches. And I can't disagree. Rightfully right. so, I think I, in I, most circumstances, yeah, I, I can't disagree because of the way that our politicians have been behaving. But the majority of American citizens. Don't agree with that kind of bullying. We don't like it. We don't want it. You know, we're we're not a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think I think that might be one of the greatest misconceptions in the world today is is what the American citizen actually is like. You know, I think most of the world thinks we're just rich snob bitch douche assholes that don't know anything about the rest of the world. Yeah. Totally ignorant. Totally arrogant. Totally there are fucktards, and there's people a group, like that. Yeah, there. Are, well, the pro- the problem is. They're the ones that can afford to go over these yes, countries and give exactly. us a bad fucking who, image. Who are the kind of people that are going? Oh, yeah, they're the, yeah. yeah, I know. But the the most of us, you know, are, can relate. You know, at least on some level. Um, well, so. I think I think there's a lot of political talking points where people are like, "Well, that's a that's a that's a." progressive idea that's a that's a communist yep. idea sure is. equal pay that's bullshit yep. minimum wage raised why would we want to do that they earned it it's like no you motherfucker <laughs> these big corporations are keeping people fucking held well, into a yeah. fucking crutch because I mean, they won't pay them oh you're saying you're saying into the, a life the, of serfdom sir, yeah it's, oh, it's you're saying the re- republican ideas are progressive you were saying that's what they think <laughs> no well, i was saying when you're saying the progress but but we need to be more progressive. We need to make improvements. Yeah, if you think that everything to, yeah. is perfect, you're you're not going to try to make it better. Right. If, well, you, okay. if you already think something's perfect, you're not going to change it. Okay. When you when it's not, if you drive around a car, it's obviously broken, but you go, nothing's wrong with it. Yeah. The fucking shit's going to just stop one day. Yep. And you brought this up a minute ago. I think it's a good time to bring it back. If 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 you think that uh, capitalism. Uh, in in the way that the Tea Party and the right wing conservatives want it to work is a good idea. It's, it's not. You're part look of at, the problem. Look at Detroit. Yeah, capitalism is not a bad idea. It works, but there should be but, caps on capitalism. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I honestly, I like compl- the way this gets complicated. It does. I, I, I know what you mean. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I, it, I, I, I think, think it's a yes. matter of I think it's a matter of getting stuck into one ideology yep. and seeing that through to the end, where yep. no one particular yep. ideology is going to work for everybody. Well, and, and not everybody seems no. to recognize that. And the problem is who's in control and how much is enough. But, and are they willing to trickle down, which has that, never which, no. ever which is, worked? Which is what right. I was going to say. It's I think never it's never been the case that they've done that. It's so completely that's not gonna work. So you know the Koch yeah. brothers. Do you trust them? No. No. Do you, you know? I mean, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, they do a shit ton of, of philanthropy. I mean, they've, given, they've given tens of oh, yeah. billions of stuff to, to schools to, and organizations. Not only and, the U.S., but to Africa oh, yeah. and South America and everything. Both atheists, by the way. Realizing um, that we're not an island right. complete unto ourselves. Right. But I might point out, though, at, at the same time, Bill Gates still has $79 billion yeah. to himself. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not blaming the guy. He's he's done more than countries put together have done in 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 uh, in foreign aid and and even domestic aid. But but the point is, who do you trust to put in that position? It's it's hard to do trust. You, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so it becomes a really tricky situation. Capitalism could work if you have the right people in charge, but the problem is there is the no people who aspire to that are honestly, rarely the right. Kind honestly, of I think you have to have people who are. Who are opposed to authoritarianism? One of one of the things that I learned as president of Atheist of Utah, and it's and it and it may be because I've always had a problem with authority. Yeah, me too. But you know, you can't control everything, and you shouldn't try to. Right. You shouldn't try to appease everybody. You should always work to what is better and what is good for the the greater number of people. Yeah. And. You know, I know there are a lot of people who dislike me a lot because I have a differing view from them on a on a varying number of topics. Yeah, like but Ryan. <laughs> but, <I've, laughs> but you know, I, I I always tried to do what was best for the community as a whole, and I don't see that our Congress is doing that right no, now. No, right. I see that our president is trying to do that. Yep. But I don't see that Congress is is no. will, is willing to work no, with him on doing nope. that. No, they want to stop him at. They, like I said, I mean, they want to stop him at everything, no matter whether it's good or not for the country, because their point is he's not going to win a single inch. Right. And but, that is a hindrance to the betterment of the country. What we need is. And that means that it's not Obama's fault. No. But it's Congress's fault. And it's not, and it's not people who are, who are concerned with doing what they think is best for the country as a whole. It's people who are concerned with maintaining their position of power yep. and money and, and money. prestige and, and, yep. and, their, and their political office. They, their, don't, they don't give a fuck about what happens to the rest of yep. the country. And their they want to maintain their position. They're, they're already okay. That's why my, my thing is I think businesses are not ethical. Uh, if I see well, a hobby lobby's not well, but with even Chick-fil-A's with them, I, I don't know if it's happened with them as far as this, where you can have a company have massive layoffs because they say they can't pay their employers. Yet the top CEOs are taking a oh. twenty million dollar bonus that year and a forty percent pay raise. Well, we we already know that. I mean, look at again, look at Detroit. Yeah, that's look how at, they look operated. At how, that's how they operated for a long time. It's yep. like. You don't have a problem with making money. You have a problem with how you distribute it. You don't pay yeah. your employees. You treat them like shit. 
Yep. You put well, yourself on a high fucking pedestal well, saying, well, yeah. I earned this money. No, your employees earned you. Well, and, and I, you know, I, I sometimes shudder at the thought of tuning my own horn or anything. But, you know, I think, honestly, had I chosen to run for a position on the board for Atheists of Utah for another three years, I would have easily been voted back onto the board. Yeah. I would have easily been been I, I named president for another three years, but I, I didn't want that. I don't, I don't, you're well-liked. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, want like to maintain... Dan, Dan, Dan's been a fantastic president. I, I don't want to yeah, maintain no a position of leadership when I know that what I think and what I believe may not necessarily be the best for the community as a whole overall, necessarily, and at the same time acknowledging and knowing and understanding that... The things that I believe and do may not always work for everybody, and that it's always better to get new and fresh ideas mm-hmm. in. Sure. You know, I, I didn't want to run for another term because I wanted to get fresh ideas in. Change I wanted is good. to allow somebody else to be able to run the organization and somebody else to to bring fresh ideas and 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 bring more people in and have them lead the way and say this is what we think would be good and if it doesn't work out then fine. Eventually that will be replaced. It's yeah. it's not it's not a static thing where what one person thinks is always going to be best for everybody. Right. Right. And I think I think that's part of the the appeal that you have or have had. Still have, but I mean I well yeah. and I, I like to think so too, but yeah. You know, I, I'm glad to see that, you know, the group is still growing. We're still attracting more people. There's still people providing input and advice mm-hmm. and, and, the, and their ideas to make it a better group. And I don't, I don't, I didn't ever want it to be a stagnant thing yeah. to where one yeah. person would yeah, yeah. always be in charge and be this authoritarian figure. I don't want that. I don't think anybody really wants that necessarily. That's why we put term limits into place for a bunch of different things. And I think I've said it before, and I think it's, it's still very true. Society's changing. People are becoming more comfortable with coming out and saying, you know what, I'm an atheist, to their families, to their friends. I'm an atheist, I'm gay, I'm oh, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And I think this group, yep. uh, Atheists of Utah, any state that has an atheist organization that's becoming bigger is a awesome help to that. Yeah. For people to go, you know what, I'm not alone. And There's I think other the people new, out here. I think the new board that was elected will do a great job. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That was good. You guys ready to get worked up? Oh, sure. F- Fuck. <laughs> oh, we haven't been saying cuss words this lot. Not a times. lot. Not a lot tonight. No, yeah, today we've been I haven't dropped all. the F-bomb is, is, tons. Is this where it's going to come out? All right, drop it on yeah, us. Is, is this the one that you didn't want to tell us about earlier? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm excited right. now. <laughs> <laughs> this will uh, definitely get your, get your hair up. Uh, St. George, Utah. Mia oh, Love? Okay. No. Oh. No. This story, I'm telling you, this story got buried. Absolutely should not. This should have been. Was it the selling of the polygamous compound back to the polygamous compound? No. Oh. Oh. Worse. Oh. Worse. When the St. George, Utah Temple asked its its parishioners for donations to help fix a leaking roof, some of the followers dug deeper than others. I think I heard a little bit about this. Still drawing a blank. Okay. 21-year-old. Unemployed. Oh, I know this one. Okay, sh- okay sh- <laughs> Oh, this is great. This is horrible. This is funny. This is horrible. I think it's funny. I'm sorry. It's horrible. Uh, You're going to look bad in a minute. <laughs> no, I won't. Dan will laugh too. I laugh at everything. I, I, I'm not sure he will. If I didn't, I'd cry. I'm not, I'm not sure he'll laugh at this. Is, this is. It's, it's- All right. 21 year old. Unemployed college student, Soraya Snow, all right, already named after Lehi's mother, I believe. Sure. I don't know. 
had been attending the temple since since birth. She wanted to help out the church that had helped her in so many ways. Quote, when I heard they needed money to repair the roof, I wanted to help, but I had no money. Snow told Fox 13. Quote, so I gave them the most valuable thing that belonged to me. Hyman. My virginity. <laughs> oh, I think this one has been debunked. This is, this is, was it? this is caca. Was it is snooped? It? Yes. I think this is, I think this is snopsed. I think this, this is like the onion. No, this was on KSL. I, I still think Did it's KSL been debunked. think of a snooped? I, I, think it's, I think it's been, I think it was a, a parody or satire kind okay. of thing. Okay. It, it struck me that way when I first read it. I, I thought it was, the reason why I thought it was funny, I'm like, this pious 21 year old Mormon girl okay. is going to sell her virginity? Well, in Utah, it's not <laughs> totally unheard of, but okay. We'll, we'll go with that. Let, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it there because I, I don't know for sure. I thought I, it was semi comical. I'd rather be informed than, than spread. Well, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Okay. We'll pass on that. We'll pass on that one. And if it is true, I don't think it's that. Bad. It's not. It wouldn't be the first case of a legal well, adult selling their virginity. Sure. If it if it's true, based on the story, it's not so horrific that it's troubling, but it's still a little bothersome that that a girl would do that for the church. Well, yeah, yeah. Go to that length because uh, the one I think I remember was at the Bunny Ranch where the girl was selling her virginity to help pay for her college I know, tuition. I don't know what the Bunny Ranch is. Nevada. In Nevada, it's a. Legal Very brothel. famous legal brothel oh, in Nevada, where she was. Right. She was a. You can tell her how experienced I am. With uh, she was. Like, she was like an eighteen or nineteen year old girl selling her virginity to show. pay for her college. You know what? I'm fine with buying, being naive about that one. Just ham it up. So I'm. I'm looking I've, at. I've actually never even been to a strip bar. I'm looking at fishlist.com, and it's it's hoax. Mormon girl auctions okay. off virginity right. for church repairs. All right, good, good. Yeah, because my other thought was the fucking Mormon church can't pay for that itself. They're fucking rich. Yeah, well, not not only that, but it, according to the story, they actually took the money, but then discommunicated her. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's some bullshit. But all right, if they didn't do that, fine. We'll move on. Yeah, yeah, apparently that's okay. a big hoax. All right, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Moving on. Moving on. <clears throat> on moving. Thank you for clearing that up, Daniel. <laughs> You're Danny, very welcome. Danny, it is, officially. <laughs> We don't want to be known Not as a Daniel. news organization that portrays bad news even <laughs> or, or, or reads stuff that's uncredited as in every week. But I, I actually did think I saw that on KSL, which that, if, was that, if I did see that on KSL, that means KSL got duped as well. Yeah, I, yeah. that's where I found it. So they yeah. were. Yeah. KSL got and, duped. And Fox 13, which is, which is the local Fox News. Oh, they got here. duped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Which is the only reason why I printed it. That's like China fucking putting uh, the Onion News Network up as real news. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to politics then, shall we? Oh, this it's is, heated. Actually, this is, this is pretty good. And it's the longest story I've got. Two and a half pages. All Ooh, right. fuckers. <clears throat> uh... Undoubtedly, you guys have heard about this. President Obama signed an executive order barring federal contractors from discriminating on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. Yay! And the way it should be. uh, Right, of course. And this comes on the heels of the recent SCOTUS bullshit Mm -hmm. decision on the Hobby Lobby case. And I will disagree with all of my libertarian friends and say this is the way that it should be for every. 
corporation yep. or business mm-hmm. operating within the United States. Yeah, they don't they don't have the right to push their own personal views on their employees. So fuck you libertarians if that's what you think they should do. If a corporation yeah. is allowed to push their views on that person and that does not fuck give that person freedom of religion. If you think that's what, no, exactly. So, you know, conservatives, libertarians, you're in the same pool mm-hmm. and you neither of you guys get to decide. Yep. Uh anyway, which I think is great, and this is actually a fairly fantastic idea or, 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 or display of what Dan was talking about in his idea earlier that Obama hasn't been strong enough. I, I still agree with that, but this is a good example of him saying, you know what, too far. Yeah. I'm going to, you know. Where and, he provided no religious exemption in this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, ignoring the pleas of Christians and other faith leaders to include an exemption for religious organizations to which I say, fuck you. Yeah. You don't get it. No, you do not get that. Um, if you don't want to bid on these federal contracts, then don't fucking bid on them. Yeah. Right. And he goes on to say, uh, thanks to your passion and advocacy and the irrefutable rightness for your cause, our government, the government of the people by the people and for the people, will become just a little bit more fair. Um, the executive order would prevent Christian and other religious organizations with federal contracts from requiring workers to adhere to the tenets of the religious beliefs. That's a good Obama. You just need to throw in a... Uh... I know. I got I to I get the pause in there. Uh, thanks, you could be on Saturday Night Live. Uh, thanks, thanks to your passion uh, and advocacy. Irreputable rightness for your cause. Um, anyway, I think this is great. This is this actually, I think this is the best executive order. He's by the way, I mean, this circumvents SCOTUS mm-hmm. to a certain degree because executive orders don't get, they don't get, they're not, be, they're, they're not, not up for, they're not up right. for judicial review. And in case you're a libertarian or a conservative that's listening to this, that's pissed about that, Obama has by far. The, the fewest executive orders fewest. by any president. Yeah. I mean, by by orders of magnitude. Leaps and bounds. So if you're trying to impeach him for doing executive orders, you're fucked. Yeah, kiss, <laughs> kiss our asses. Uh, this administration believes... Okay, all right. So this article I got from... Uh, again, I failed to remember the source. You gotta... That's why... You gotta, I know, you gotta source I know. your shit, dude. Dude. This were an English dude. class. You totally broke me so hard. <laughs> if we were in school, dude, and you didn't source you your, your shit, sources, it's an bro. instant fucking F. Dude, bro, dude, bro. Dude, bro. No. Okay. Dude, bro. Where's the sources, bro? <laughs> I talk like that sometimes. It's it's either it's either uh okay, conservative news daily or Christian Right Wing Watch or some crazy shit. Christian Post. I know there's a, there's a some, website yeah. called Right Wing Watch. It might be that or Christian News Daily. I don't know. Anyway, it's know. it's one of those it's one of those that's that's it's not in our favor and I okay. thought okay, well I'll yeah. grab one. I'll grab one from the other side and see what. Okay. But this is so this is what they're saying. Um but uh anyway, so their opinion is that this administration, meaning Obama, believes gay rights trump everyone else's rights, including religious rights. It's and not gay rights; it's equal rights. rights. Yes, that's what I. That's the. They think that their religious said, right. <laughs> look, I said no. 
It's equal rights to others, and it should trump religious rights. Absolutely. They think they're religious. It's equal to other people, uh. and f- as far as religious, quote, rights go, gays trump that, yes, absolutely. Equal, equal Every fucking time. rights. Because religions don't yeah. have rights under the Constitution uh, as far as this goes. Absolutely. Can I, can I make a comment so, yes, about you're right. religious rights that. in the uh, Constitution? Yeah. Yes, I would love to hear it. Uh, unless you're being imprisoned, <laughs> unless you're being forced to close down your church by the government, unless you're being told you cannot teach your children this in your home, your religious right is not being infringed upon. Is bullshit. You have you every right to believe in any religious organization you want to freely yep. in your home. You can preach in any church and attend any church you freely want to. Yeah. That is what religious freedom is. Yeah. Religious freedom is not, I don't like gays. I don't like atheists. I don't like Muslims. So fuck them, get them out of this country, and get them out of my fucking workplace. That is not religious freedom. Your rights end where someone else's begin. Yes. Until the government comes into your home and strips your Bible out of your fucking hand and puts you in prison, prison, your religious right has not been infringed on one single fucking iota. I, I, I almost think religious right as a phrase is a misnomer. It is, you know, in most circumstances, yeah. especially these days. Yeah. Absolutely, well, and the way that these guys are talking about it, I mean, you know, it should be, it should be, uh, you know, you, your religious your, privilege your versus right. religious right, personal rights, yes. and politics will be dealt with in the White House. Yeah, they they conflate and, that's and it. they conflate and confuse religious religious rights with religious privilege or and there is or, no religious privilege and in, a, in a lot of cases religious persecution yeah yeah all right let's let's go on um so yes uh gay rights trump everyone else's rights false they just want equal including religious rights true gay rights trump religious rights yes that's true if we're speaking about equality sure well at this point in the movement Yes. If we're talking about forcing religious people to become gay, that's a whole different thing, okay, but that's well, not what we're fucking talking about. The comparison we're talking about right now is gays as second-class citizens versus the persecution of other peoples by religious people. Then, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. LGBT trumps religious rights. Yep. Yes. And kiss my fucking ass, you Christian bitches. <laughs> Christian motherfucking <laughs> bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get some uh, cuss words in there. I'm sorry. That one's for you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mom, I'm, We're, I'm, I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> We're going to make up for all the F words here in the, the last little bit of the... Uh, uh, so the it appears to be a quote here from some super douche who says, quote, if religious organizations cannot require their employees that... Sorry, let me start that again. It'll be worth it. Okay. Quote, if religious organizations cannot require that their employees conduct themselves in ways consistent with the teachings of their faith, then essentially... Of the corporation's faith, not the individual yes, employees. The, yes, the boss's faith. They, they cannot require the employees conduct themselves in the ways consistent with the teachings of the faith of the corporation. Then essentially... Those organizations are unable to operate in accordance with their faith. 
In other words, if I can't force my employees to practice the same faith that I have, then my rights are being infringed. Yes. Bullshit. So what Fuck I, yeah. you in the mouth with a cactus. Oh, that yeah. might hurt. <laughs> I, uh, a really wide cactus. Like you could oh, clean the sides of a tuna can like with this a, thing. A saguaro. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I wrote, uh, and also, one can only be faithful if they force everyone else to do it too. How awfully Muslim of you. Yeah. How unfaithful of you. How... How, no, no, it's very, uh, it's it's actually very Christian. What is, what is I, I the Christian word equivalent of Sharia law? No, this is this very, is this is yeah. very Christian. Yeah, they they through through the early 1900s and the 1950s and 60s, they've made Christian into this loving moral thing, and now we're starting to see exactly what they really meant, which was back in the 1600s, 1700s, which is what it was for a thousand fucking years. Before they decided to become a little bit more peaceable. Yeah. That's Christianity. It's the exact fucking same thing as Islam. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So imagine it has if we had nothing a... to do with being loving and peaceful. It has everything to do with oh, yeah. think forcing, like me yeah. or die, bitch. Yeah. So forcing exactly forcing your religious beliefs yes. on others. And it's always been that way. And it's just like fucking Islam. And they've just been hiding for a half a century. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the only reason why it's Islam took thing. over was an upheaval of their government. Look at Afghanistan in the 1960s and 70s. Yeah. You don't see anyone no. wearing the common dress. They looked like Westerners. They had Dude, colleges. And, and Women went to school. They had movie theaters. They could they drive. Westernized. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. you have a major conflict. And there was no issues. I mean, <sighs> they, they had a problem with Russia for a little bit, but in the 80s. Well, that's, but, that's when it all went downhill. Yeah, yeah. Right after that, yeah. And, and, and guess where and, they got all their RPGs? Well, the USCIA. And, and we, yeah. we put those people in power, and those people no, no, started no, no, no. instituting yep. Muslim yeah. law and Sharia law. And so we fucked ourselves. Saddam Hussein. Well, we can have a whole other episode on that, but. This just, just that'll get our that'll get our, all our libertarian fans back. <laughs> <laughs> just research actual history, not what they teach That's you in grade school. That's not something that libertarians are prone to do. <laughs> research, <laughs> research anything about history. Although you know, I do, I do, I do care for some bit of of Penn Jillette's opinions. Although he's a he's a pretty fairly staunch libertarian. Well, and I do too. I mean, I but but. I disagree with him on a great deal too. Yeah, and, and I, I get, I, I get, and I understand right. it, libertarian in a, in a ideals of, of of personal liberty and being able to what you being able to do what you want to do. But there are some things that you need to put limits on. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. In order to in order to have a functioning society where everybody can be a contributing member, you have yep. to have limits on certain things. Yeah, and well, and and libertarians don't seem to understand that. Well, and that's why we're liberals. Yeah, we're we're liberal but, progressives, I, silly silly people who yep. think that the government is a good thing to have. Yes, people. <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. sad to say that people should be told, "No, you can't do that." You That's have to bad. have you have to have an outside third party arbitrator who ideally doesn't have doesn't have a a, a dog in the hunt, right? You right. you. Where where they're being impartial on both sides and saying this is what is right, this is what is right, this is what we need to have enable to move f- forward as a society. Right. We can't have people who say, 
Well, I own a business, and I'm not going to allow them goddamn niggers in here. That's just bad business. Yeah. I'm not going to have them yeah. darkies in here fucking yeah. up my place. Which no, happened. you can't fucking do that. You can't have a business yeah. in the United States and, and discriminate yeah. against a race of people or, or against people based on the color of their skin. You can't fucking do that. Right. right. Which someone tried to do again. And, well, and many of I mean, my libertarian friends would say, no, that's perfectly fine, and the free market would work that shit out. Yeah, no. but I mean, I, I guess I like the way. The way how did the free market? How did the free market work itself out while the four hundred years of slavery in the United States existed? It kept persisting because no one said this is a bad fucking thing to do. You know what was good for I capitalism? Guess. Free fucking labor through yeah. sa- through yeah. slavery. Sure, I, I I guess I would I would view um I would view the progressive liberal point of view as being having a team of roosters looking over the hen house. While libertarians would say, we'll have a fox watch the hen house. Mm, yes, kind of. Well, yes, but, but the libertarian, the libertarian that, would argue that, and actually, say that, 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 that if actually, you allow the fox to watch the hen house, all of the other hens are going to get together and chase the fox out. I, I sh- but I, that doesn't fucking work no, all the time. I, I should act, actually, that's more of a conservative view. In, kid, in an ideal in an ideal society, house. yes, that would always work. But we don't live in no. No, no, in no, this no, no. in this utopian no, no, no. idyllic society. In our society, that mis- fox becomes big and powerful and fucks over all the hens. Has think, a lot I more think, money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe that's too old of a reference. I think you're misunderstanding me. Foxes eat chickens. Yes. Yeah. But okay. I, I think I, I understand what Dan's saying. In a libertarian in a libertarian society, it would say it would work itself out. The libertarians, it'll it'll fix itself. Let it run its course. Well, and I've I've heard, and, and, okay, so, and I say that so, because I've heard a lot of my libertarian friends say that when Lincoln went to war and, and 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 we had the Civil War, that was a bad thing. It was a bad thing to go to war over slavery because eventually slavery would no, have worked itself yeah, out. No, no, the free market would have shut that shit down. No. Well, how much longer no. would we have allowed black people to live in subjugation and in slavery? Yeah. In order to provide your idyllic situation five where the min- free market works that shit out. Yeah. Five, it didn't fucking work for 400 no, years. No. How much longer should we have waited? Yeah, five more minutes is too long. Right. For that kind of shit. And, and how- it went on for another 100 years. Yeah. yeah. Not slavery, five, five but segregation more and everything else. Five more seconds of that kind of treatment is too long. And we're still living under the cloud of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there are some people around you know, that's, generations you know what, of being yeah, okay. All right, if you're libertarian and you're listening to this and you agree with what Dan just said, let's let's change the terms a little bit because I think I think unfortunately slavery's become a little bit of a callous subject. Let's say let's say that you're a POW in the Hanoi Hilton during Vietnam, and the and the libertarians and the the, the liberals are going to say we're going to get you out right fucking now because that's bullshit. And the libertarians are like, eh, it'll work itself out. They'll make a ladder. O- over time, over time, something will happen. You'll be fine. It'll work itself out. And, and overall, more, most people won't be in your situation. Well, and you, and you don't even have to point back to anything as far back as slavery or, or anything as, as gruesome and awful as slavery. I mean, you can look at, well, just, you can look at just, just equal rights for the LGBT yeah. community. Right, right, right. And say, okay, has, has the free market sorted that shit out? Right, no. Has the free market done anything to they improve that situation, it. or has it been government involvement that has There's done that? There's still a fight for that right now. Right. Yeah, of course. And it's not the free market that is standing up and saying, oh, we need equal rights for these people. It's it's, the it's, it's people 
forcing their government to act and put laws in place that will protect these people. Yes, the liberals. If people don't yeah, stand up right. for themselves, no one else will. If you don't stand up and, right. and call for action, so I'm gonna, like the, the LGBT community has. I'm going to quote Christopher Hitchens then. You get the rights that you fight for. Yeah. And you don't get the rights you don't. Right. Yeah. Which is why the LGBT community has been standing up and saying, we will not stand for this anymore. We want... We want be, equal we, rights. We want equal rights. We want to be treated just like everyone else, not subpar. And they are everybody else. Yeah. yeah. They are everybody else. Not that they want the same. They are. Yeah. They are. I have and some they really great friends that are in that community. Oh, yeah. And we all do. All three of us yeah. have some really great... And, and I know a, a lot of our listeners do, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, I had a conversation last night with a, with a really sort of Tea Party, ultra-Mormon family that I was in a kickball tournament with, which was pretty awesome. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had an opportunity to, to speak out and say, hey, yeah, you know, I mean, and they weren't bad-mouthing, but I was just saying, I just had an opportunity to say some of my gay friends are the sweetest, most awesome friends that I've ever had personal relationships yeah. with. And they which, fucking are. Yeah. You know? I mean, not not that I don't. I mean, I have straight friends that are sweet and great too. But I'm just saying. Well, that's just it's it. The it's the same. Yeah. Every they're people. Everyone's yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that they're any better or any worse than anybody right. else. They're fucking people. They're, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, a funny note on that. Last night yeah. I'm sitting at work and we're watching some TV and we got talking about going to concerts and seeing seeing some shows. My buddy who he's rather conservative. I'm like, dude, I've always wanted to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show where they do it live and do all the do the whole show with it and just get fun and get into it. He's like, yeah, I want to go to that too. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, it's all like like a lot of gay people there. A lot, a lot of, of trans dressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I find it online and go, yeah, they do it every Halloween here. And it's the Latter-day Saint, the Latter-day transgender group that puts it on. He's like, I have fun. Yeah, let's fucking go. Let's go do it. And I'm like. You are the most homophobic person I know, but you want to go do this. You, yeah. you, do, you, you put your opinions aside when it looks like a fun event. When it looks like something fun, you're like, yeah, dude, I'm all for that. I don't care if they're all gay and transgender. But if it's any other time, you're like, fuck the gays. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fucking, they, they don't deserve this. But if it's something fun and entertaining for you to want to go to, you're all cool with it. Yeah. Then you're just fine as long as it's something that suits you. your personal narrative as far as entertainment goes. Yeah, and that's fine. But any other time of the day, it's that's disgusting. They don't deserve any of the same rights. But if you want to see them go put on a show for the Rocky Horror Picture Show and do the song and dance thing, all dressed in drag and shit, and you don't care, but yet you will ridicule the gay pride parade every chance you get. Yeah. Well, and that always kills me. You know, they, they say, well, why do we have to have a gay pride parade? Why can't we have a straight pride yeah, parade? You do. Every fucking day is straight pride, pride. day. Yeah. You don't have to fight, you don't have to fight yep. for your equal rights as a straight person. That's why I, I, I try to point out to a, a buddy of mine. I'm like, yes. That's the, the whole fight. Yeah. That's the whole fight. Yeah. The, the pride parade may have started out, and it still is a very majority of a of a gay movement of the LGBT Q movement, but now it's also turned into other groups that are wanting to fight, saying we want equal rights. We are being like we atheists. Utah show up. It's, the three of us. Yeah, we're all, all there. All straight white males, and we and, met a lot and, of straight people there. All there. They're to, in support of the gay community. And yes. we're all pro 
yeah, we're all pro LGBTQ yep. and we're all pro women for equal pay. You know, that's and that's exactly what these movements. It, it, but look yeah, how long it's taken. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and, and that's mean, that kind of gets back to my point earlier, where where you know we can even, we can talk about the the horrible injustice that was slavery that existed for four hundred years. How long has the subjugation and unequal treatment of gays gone on? That's yeah. gone on since the inception of this fucking country. Yeah, or way before that. Well, yeah, I, I mean, way before. Just just talking about yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. United States in particular, it's yeah. happened since its inception yeah. and is still going yeah. on. Well, and that's and that goes back to my even further point about Obama and the way people are going to look back on him. And they're going to say, you know, like right now it's easy to say, well, he's not doing this well enough and he's not doing that well enough. But he'll be the first the, president. The fact to have- is, if he kept this country stable for eight years while he was the first black president ever, everyone would look back and say, holy shit. He did that in the early 2000s. Not only kept it stable, he, but is, he, improved, he has it. improved it. I know. Our I'm stock just, market just is saying, the highest it's ever been yeah, in history. Say, what I'm saying is giving him the minimum. If yeah. he kept it stable from what W did, if he kept it stable, people would look back and say, a black guy did that in the early 2000s? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's why I say Kennedy, Lincoln, Washington, Obama, they're going to be in the same conversation. But the but the fact is he has improved it, and everyone's going to look back at that fake Tanner Boehner yeah. and say that motherfucker didn't let him do shit, and they're going to they're going to be able to look back at all the records and say, well, this is all the stuff Obama wanted to do that we're just barely getting done now. Yeah. He, he got the ball. The great, rolling. He would have been the greatest president ever if he yeah. could have done what he wanted to. Yep, absolutely. That's my point. Yeah, we had we had what we had Clinton. Balanced the budget and gave us a surplus, dude. Clint, we had Bush, Clinton, spend the Clinton, entire Clinton surplus. Killed it. On, oh yeah. Oh on, yeah. On the economy. On the economy. Oh yeah. Then we killed it. Bush come in, it. destroy the surplus, and W came destroy in and just everything. Fucking destroyed it with his yeah. little C plus Yale. Oh average. yeah. And then Obama gets it, and he's in office for four years, and like you destroyed the economy. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Yeah. Fucking economy. The economy's fucked up because you, Obama. It's like right. Actually. He's improved it when he since well by which slow. numbers are you saying that the well, economy was destroyed? And, what's, and yeah. what's funny is when you even go back further, they they you know when you talk about nine eleven that happened when Bush was president, mm-hmm. but all the Republicans were saying, well, that's because Clinton was so weak on foreign policy for his terms that that allowed that to happen when Bush first got here. Now no. he's got to clean up the mess. Nope. 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 Well, and no matter no, who no, was no, president, it was no. going to fucking happen. Nine eleven was inside. I don't what you fucking nine eleven conspirator bullshit. That would have happened no matter who the fuck was in office. Alex Jones is our special guest this evening. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, we're gonna not not no, to fuck, give fuck that guy Al Qaeda or any of those groups so. any I don't think props, the but they know what they're doing. I think as well, they're we def- look at them they're as definitely a lot more in tune than we give them credit for. Oh, yeah. A yeah, lot of people think sure. these are people that live in mud huts in the desert. How the fuck can they do this? Like, no. Not these are people guys. that are highly trained, have access to a lot of materials, and have a big network set up underground, and they're fucking organized. And way they more know what ed- the fuck they're doing. Way more educated than our Bible yeah. Belt. And they have something called patience. Right. If they wait yeah. fucking 10 years... To fucking do that. They had those guys were training as pilots for four or five years in the United States before they fucking yep. did this shit. Yeah, they did it all. It here. takes yeah, a lot of patience. Well, like 10 of those 19 guys were engineers. Oh, yeah. And 
if someone is dedicated, which country again? Oh, that's right, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's a why country we didn't invade. Yeah, right. That's. Uh, I, I'm just I'm saying not, that a, a group huge... of people that has that much patience and dedication to something, it is going to be almost impossible to catch them. So no matter what, no matter who was in office, no matter who was in yeah, office yeah, before yeah. that yeah, person, of course. it was going to happen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really advocating for the inside job stuff either I'm, am i it was it was but, a, yeah. it was it was a it was a little shout out for our libertarian fans yeah fuck them do you guys i, I <laughs> no. i'm not i'm not a big dennis miller fan but I, I like you know him. i used to be back in the day yeah, i fucking yeah, yeah. love dennis miller when yeah. he would golf on his ranch and everything yeah and then as soon as 9-11 happened he seemed to lose his fucking mind yeah he's he's too conservative for me but there was one you know when we were, we were talking about awesome like, vocabulary Sure. Yeah. No, sharp guy. I mean, but that was one of the things I liked from, I think it was the raw feed, which he did in 02, maybe, 03. But back when he had his show, the Dennis Miller show, I yeah. loved that. Yeah. I fucking. Yeah, it was right around that time. But I love that he show. He had that stand up special, I think he did in Chicago, but he was talking about Saudi. And uh, he was like, you know, anybody trust these cats? <laughs> I think they're the hypotenuse in an asshole triangle with a ras and with a rack and a ran. You know, and I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> you know, I, for some reason they're our friends, but yeah. they're really not. You know, and I I got two paragraphs into my longest uh, story tonight. And we're like what five two and a half hours? hours? Oh, yeah, okay, half. <laughs> yeah. The, the timekeeper didn't time keep. Yeah, that's right. Very no, well. you know what? Let's um that's okay. We don't we don't have to go through that. I mean uh we we I mean pretty much all the opinions we would have had on this particular Obama thing we covered earlier anyway. I'm gonna keep working on that voice. Yeah. It's go. good. Yeah. You know what you gotta do? Uh, yeah, what's up? You gotta go home. Pour yourself thanks. a bottle of champagne or oh, wine. Okay. Uh uh-huh. light some candles. Get some class. Go in the bathroom, look in the mirror. Just okay. do that voice and just just stare at yourself. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> All right. This is going to a whole I, I, other I, place. I was, I was totally willing to take the advice. I just I thought, don't 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 take the advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I just. I do. I think. I. I think. I want to say though that next week's going to be totally reformatted. Hopefully. Ooh. We'll work on some stuff. Try to get it in I mean, there. I mean, yeah. it won't be it won't be fully shifted. No. but I think I think we'll have a little. We'll, more we'll have some more we'll added have... content to the show. Yeah, we'll we'll add some some games, some entertainment. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, and a get to yeah. know Matt segment. Oh well, yeah, get to know me. Yeah, sure, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking a right, <laughs> dude. You're such a bro, <laughs> dude. Source your shit. <laughs> I know that was funny. I no, I need to. That's true. Um, okay, so we'll we'll have some games, some entertainment, some structure. Get to know. Cool beans. This is an ever evolving podcast. Yeah, I love having you back, Ryan. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you. It's always you're, good. You're welcome. Seriously, I think it's been a great show. <laughs> you and your, it's uh, been it's been it's been tattoos? it's been up and down and heated and not heated and I think we've had some very good discussions tonight. Yeah, uh, I really really not, like this one. Not overly hot, not overly sweary, but. Definitely yeah. no. passionate enough. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's good. All right then. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm the broken clock, Ryan Duffy tonight. Oh shit. I haven't thought of a sign off. I'm. 
I'm Dan, two drinks in and one beer down, Ellis. I'm the highlighter Matt. The look in the mirror. You're the Matt. you're the you're the more closely shorn Matt. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. I have a haircut. Yeah, and every time I I've I think I've taken a potty break. What three times tonight? Was it three? Three or four? I've held it for the past hour. Oh, good for you. I and, took one. Uh, you know, every time I go in there, I see the mirror, and I'm like, God, my forehead is high. <laughs> yeah, As I, I point to my head. I know. You're, you're, yeah, I definitely have more hair, but yeah. I still think I just have a taller head. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It, look, it looks weird to me. Uh, but uh, all right. Until uh, next week, thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, and have a pleasant week. Bye.